Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be in this. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed and all our video games are also for the casual and ladies. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. It's time for another week of N4G Radio. It's uh, episode 430 for May 16th, 2016. 51616. That's the name of my new Star Wars novel that I'm writing. 1616? Yeah, fanfic. Yeah. It's 51616. 516-16. Trying to keep the word star date out of there because, you know, that'll just confuse people. <laughs> anyway, back! From the dead, Gambus Khan is in the house. Greetings, programs. He's alive. The Revenant. The Revenant has returned. <laughs> uh, also with us, we have Drew. Hey. And we have Jay. Hola. You know the super return show will be when the Wombat actually shows back up? Yeah. He did say... Yeah, he, he hasn't played jack shit. Well, that was the thing. He texted me and he's like, I can't be on the show today because I'm driving back from wherever he was. He's like, but it wouldn't matter because I didn't play anything. Yeah. I'm like, but how is that different from any other week you're on the show, right? That's just true. <laughs> Very true. Oh, but video games, man. There are a lot of them coming out. And a lot of them are real fucking good. It's been a good year for games. Already. I know. Halfway through. I know. Amazing. Whew, and May is just going to keep getting good because we still got Overwatch coming. Uh, I see. Yeah. I knew that would get you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I, playing some Doom. I'm like, I can't kind of can't wait for Overwatch now too. Yeah, Overwatch they, is they kind of feel they they feel slightly. They're very twitchy, the very fast. Very twitch. yeah. yeah, fast. Yeah. Oh, it's a good time to be good time to be a gamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm hearing really good things about a game coming out this week called Shadow of the Beast. Yeah, I'm hearing I've good things that about too. that. Man, it's who, uh, who made that game? Oh my god! What's well, a remake it's of a the Amiga? Remake. Yeah, uh, it is made by. Give me a second. Heavy Spectrum. Mm. They is made this the game that was uh, revealed in like a trailer form in like 2014 or yep. something in E3. Yep, Jeez. it's an old, old uh, reveal. The the company making this has only made two other games. They were both Vita games in 2012. Hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, but I've heard really good things, and not just you know bullshit around the grapevine. It's actually people playing it because the review copies are out there. Yeah. So heard good things, so I'm kind of excited. I'm thinking about picking it up, but not like I have time amongst my million other things to play. Too and I know, games. and I know Drew's excited because uh, that Ninja Turtle game comes out next week too. Yeah. Yes, it does. Drew, Drew, no, no couch co-op killed it for me, man. I'm not getting that game now. It's, it's over for me. That's it. That was my whole idea. I was gonna get it for my my friend is a huge fan of uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And my like fondest memories of him, um, like when we were growing up as kids, like we would like 
sneak out, and then we would go home early to his house, and we would play Turtles in Time. Fuck yeah. Nintendo. And we would we played that game and we beat it like dozens of times. I'm not even exaggerating. We're talking probably something like 40, 50 oh, times. Yeah. And uh, loved it. It's, it's one of my best memories playing a video game. And now that I was all excited for this new Platinum video game, which, you know, they, they generally make uh, really good games in general. So, And then they tell me there's no local co-op because the frame rate's going to suffer a little bit. Come on, man. Come on. I have a feeling, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to dog the game before I even played it, but I have a feeling this is slightly a budget title. Hey, you know, that's what people said about Transformers, and it turned out pretty damn good. Hey, that's true. So I mean, I, like, I'm still holding my reserves on. I'm, I'm buying it. Period. Like, you know. So. Well, you don't, you don't have to buy it. Well, that that's true, I but I'm just saying. You yeah, would, you would buy it. Now. I would yeah. buy that day one because okay. I'm a fucking Ninja Turtles fan. You know. Yeah, it's 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 the equivalent of how I felt when they released, you know, the, the Transformers game. And it, yeah. it was good. I mean, it was repetitive and a little, you know, bland at times, but I'll be goddamned if I didn't have, like, a, a child super excitement of seeing, you know, my characters on the screen and the combat actually being good. Yeah. That's kind of like how whenever I played DuckTales Remastered for the first time. I mean, it is it is Platinum. Well, Platinum has made that Korra game, which wasn't good. Yeah, but we're pulling one game. Yeah, yeah, but... You know, that's the sad thing about it is that whenever I talked about Platinum, is they've never made a bad game, is what I would say about Platinum. But then after I play Korra, it's like, I can't, I can't say that anymore. Yeah, Korra but wasn't a good game. But that's just... Everybody's allowed, everybody's allowed to have one. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. Everybody's allowed to fuck up once. It's okay. But, hey, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, no local co-op, so that's, that's that already kind that's of a screw-up to me. It is, but it doesn't make it a bad game. No. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll wait till hear from Drew... About what he thinks about the game, he okay. will be super critical. Go back and read his review of that uh, that Xbox Live. Summer Out of party. the shadows. Oh my god, it's horrible. That game's fucking horrible. Yeah. And then and then two weeks later, I had to review the Nickelodeon one <sighs> that was made by published by Activision. I can't remember who it was made by, and that was even fucking worse. Way Forward made one that we never got to play. Yeah, it was like a Metroid kind of game almost. Yeah, wasn't I it? heard it was okay. I didn't hear it was yeah. great. I never got to play that one. I should have probably picked that up because I love Way Forward. It's sad that there hasn't been a good Ninja Turtles game in since Turtles time in time. Well, since the nineties. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, there hasn't been a good Turtles game in the twenty first century in twenty years. Yeah. Well, in a week, we'll find out if that changes. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I am really excited to play that game. And it's uh, it's launching close to the movie. The movie's in June. Uh yeah, okay. I think so. Oh, that movie looks pretty damn awesome. I I can't wait for the movie either. Yep. I like the first one. Bebop, Rocksteady, yep. Krang. Ah, oh, come on. Yeah, come they're on. throwing everything at it. They're they're making it for the fans, and it's like people are like, "Who's oh, stupid? Like, Fuck you." Grow up watching Ninja Turtles. It's Bebop and Rocksteady. You look like they came right out of the cartoon. Yeah. Exactly, and that's what I wanted. Yeah, I mean, this like, ain't no yeah. Toka Razor crap. Yeah, this is like, yeah. you know, this is like, I mean, yeah, it's maybe, it's not as gritty or anything like that. It's like, you know what? You guys like the cartoon you grew up with it? Fuck it. We're making that a live action version of that. I watch that. Exactly. I watch the hell out of that. Heck yeah. Anyway, other video games. Drew, have you been playing any or you've been, you've been too busy? No, I've actually played some. What'd you play? Well, I played, um, uh, I played through and actually beat. Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. All right. Nice. Yeah, I beat it uh, actually this morning at around midnight. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you know, I, I kind of powered through that game a little bit. I did mainly just the main story. It took me about 18 hours. Yeah, sounds about right. And, you know, there, there's some pacing issues in there. Um, the story is kind of bland. But that combat, you know, every time I was in an encounter, I had fun. And that that was all that really mattered to me. So it's kind of hard to talk about since the story is kind of it's, it's, it's just bland. That's the thing about it. Um, although the interesting thing is the main villain, I had to look him up because I kept hearing the voice. The main villain is played by the guy who does the voice of Winnie the Pooh. And you can tell because <laughs> when he talks, it sounds like an evil version of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, wow. Oh, man. That's creepy, man. Yeah, it's weird. It's so weird, but yeah. I'm, I, I'm I hearing like, it in my head, and it's it's yeah. awesome. He also does the voice of Tigger, too, I think. Yeah, I think so. they're the same, because they both have that kind of, you know, like old man yeah. kind of voice. It's it's exactly like that. It's so ridiculous. Somebody, like, seriously, go look, listen to, like, the final cutscene of that game when you beat him. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know, Tigger. Yeah. Oh, bother. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> Final attack uh, for dolls. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, be, I beat uh, Kings of Amalur. Um, I also um, played um, a little bit more Ratchet and Clank. I want to finish that game. I, I'm, I'm, I can beat it. I know I can. And it's probably not, it's not super long. Place. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm way past halfway. In fact, I think I've only got like two planets left. Um, it's just, you know, I had to put it on the back burner for a few things. Um, I also played... Can I talk about um, the review game I'm doing? Well, uh, I, need to, I need more title. specificity. So is that the word? Um, it's uh, Shadwin is the name of it. That is out this... Sh- Sh- Shadwin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds like, it sounds like a guy you knew in high school who was a dick. Oh, it's Shadwin. Here comes Shadwin. <laughs> Shadwin. Um, Embargo is the seventeenth. Sorry. Sounds like a Windows application. Shadwin. Shadwin. Now Shadwin. version two point Well, okay. Well, you can't talk about the game, but, but like, what is it? Who made it? It's the dude. It's made the same guys who made Trine. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Frozen Mike. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it's you can definitely tell there's some deep influences from Trine, but this is a 3D game. Like well, so was Trine Three. Well, well, yeah, but you couldn't really move the camera. Well, and yeah. this one, you can straight up like move the camera. It's it's a three D action game. It's not a puzzle game, right? It's a sh- stealth game. It's a stealth puzzle game. Okay. So you ha- it's it's think of it like okay, it's better to sneak around these guys than it is to kill them. Um. So you have to figure out what you can do in the environment to distract guys. And the cool thing is, is like when you're not moving, time it stops, and when you move, time starts moving again. Super so it hot. So super yeah, so you, hot, hot. So you can be in midair, stop moving completely, and time freezes, and you can just move the camera around and choose where you want to. Oh, you, you can do. you can so fucking matrix it, then can't you? Yeah, totally. Like stop in midair, like. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm playing through it. I, I just I probably put maybe about two hours into it so far. Um, but yeah, I can't talk about it. So, <laughs> so there, so there. I've put two hours into Shadwin. It's out on it comes Tuesday out on PC and PS4. Yeah, I'm playing the PC version. Um, the only other game I really played is a little game called Doom. 
I'm interested to hear what you think because I have clearly spent the entire weekend <laughs> playing Doom. I'm about. I'm on. I'm, I just finished the fourth mission. I think. Okay. Are I got, you? Are I got you, it yesterday. Okay. I have noticed one thing, and and just comparing to people that I'm playing on the same console as. Uh-huh. I'm taking a lot longer because I'm actually looking for everything. I am too. And it's killing my because I I I'm like eleven and a half hours in, and I still have two or three missions to go. But I look at like because oh. you can compare like stats on uh-huh. Xbox One. And I look at secrets. I have. I haven't found Jack Shed. I have fifty, and the closest person behind me has six. Yeah, though I can't find Shed. I found like maybe three secrets so far. I found almost everything. I've been trying to, but this shit is like hardcore, hard to find. Yeah, these levels are not your funneled straight ahead like FPS levels. No, you're in arenas basically. Yeah, yeah. and what's cool is the map. The map will basically show you where the secret is, but yeah. it's not going to show you how to get to it. Not not just that, but like you know, you get if you, there's an upgrade point where you can actually it shows stuff on your map. Oh yeah, I have that maxed out. It'll well, it's the first upgrade shows you where it's at, and the second upgrade pulses the compass and yeah. shakes your controller when you're close to a secret. But even then, it's not going to show you how to get there. The, wait, the new Doom game has like RPG elements to it. Like where you level up your character. It and has stuff? it has Kinda. upgrades. Yeah, it has upgrades. Mm. Um, and and I'm I'm the same as you. I'm like, what the hell are these doing in my Doom? But right. it actually works because the parts of that game that make it feel like Doom are the combat, yeah. and you know the arena fights. Yeah, it's going to dump you into an area. It's going to it's going to you know flood you with different creatures and. Switching between weapons and powers and things. Um, and dodging is a very <laughs> important thing in that game. Uh, when you get later in the game, you get another... Well, the, there's. The, we should probably back this up. There's several yeah. different kinds of upgrades. Mm-hmm. There are upgrades to your weapons. There are upgrades, upgrades to your suit. Your mods your and suit. your suit. Uh, and then you earn... Once you get further into the game, you also earn something called runes. And you can... By the end of the game, you can equip up to three runes. And each rune does something different. So, for example, one of them is called Vacuum. So it will pull all of the power-ups, you know, into you. Um, there's one that lets you uh, that lets you uh, guide when you double jump. So, like, you oh, have really? more control over your, your jumps. I didn't even know there was a double jump. You haven't got it yet. Yeah. Like, that was the only Metroid moment I had is when he picked up the boots and put them on. I'm like, oh, I can double jump now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they've they've done a really good job of expanding what Doom is without taking away what Doom is. Yeah, if that makes good. sense. That's good. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because that's one of the things that people were saying, and uh, it's kind of curious because contrary to what you're saying now, people are saying like, do people really want like the old Doom games? Because as as much as great as they were at the time, you know, it's it's been many years since Doom Three. You know, it's been what like ten years or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, this. There has been progress in the FPS genre in terms of like the gameplay and progression and stuff like that. So they're saying like, well, do we really want a Doom game, or is this just nostalgia speaking? But what it seems like they've done a lot more to the formula than just kind of push the same game with shinier graphics, which is actually what I was afraid of because I'm not sure if I really want to play that game like too much because yeah, shinier graphics are nice, but I don't 
Doom gameplay is kind of basic, and it gets old after a while because you know you just do the same thing over and over again. So that's nice to hear. Yeah, yeah, it, it feels like a modernized version of Doom. Absolutely, awesome. and it, it 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 incorporates a lot of things that were popular in things like Quake, yeah. where you're constantly jumping around. Um, one of the things that I you know that keeps it Doom is that there's no reload. Yeah. So at all. Yeah, and you just and the cool thing is is the way they've designed it is like. Okay, the two iconic weapons from Doom that you think a lot of are the BFG and the and the the chainsaw. Chainsaw, yeah. Um, those have dedicated buttons. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. you can, and they 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 have weird uses too. Yeah, like they don't have like the chainsaw doesn't have infinite use. So like you pick up um, gasoline yes. and it'll yeah. give you a certain amount of charges and depending on the enemy that you because it's a one hit kill. And yeah. depending on the enemy that you take out, so say like you start an arena fight and, you know, you get a Mancubus or you get a, a Cacodemon or whatever, you can choose Demon to Knight, yeah. yeah you can choose to take that out, but it will eat up most of the chainsaw fuel. Whereas if you just take out mm. imps, it just takes one. So okay, I get it's, it. it's and it's the kinda, point. But, but yeah, the go ahead. point of using the point of using the chainsaw is when you kill a guy with a chainsaw, they drop a huge amount of ammo. Yeah, they do. It's like it's like a glittery treasure trove of, of ammunition. So it's a weird kind of like puzzle element going around. So uh, they have this thing called visceral kills. It's not visceral kills, but glory it's kills. Glory kills, yeah. So you'll shoot a guy and then they'll they'll kind of blink. Like they'll they'll have like a uh, aura around them. You can walk up to them, hit the melee button, and you do like an instant like punch them in the face, knock their head off, or some shit like that. And there's a million of those types of animations and stuff. Um, and when you do that, they they're guaranteed to drop health. Yep. So if you run low on health, do some glory kills on guys. If you're running out of ammo, pull out your chainsaw. And so it, it's kind of like this thing of this give and take of you want to kill guys efficiently, but then you also notice, well, my health is kind of low. Let me take out a guy with a glory kill. Oh, and so, um, go, I'll finish your thought. I, I got a, I got a question afterwards, but it, yeah, I mean, it, but that's pretty much it. It was just, it's, it feels almost like a puzzle game. And like, Kim, what are you playing on? Uh, play on hurt me plenty. I'm playing on ultra violent. <laughs> it's, it's, it's rough. I've died a bunch of times, but yeah. the, the checkpoints are okay. And it makes that puzzle element even more satisfying. It does, and and um, if you play on Nightmare, and I believe there's a new difficulty called Ultra Nightmare. Yeah, like it 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 changes up the game. Ultra Nightmare, you there you can only die once. Yeah, and you start over. Yep, and there's uh, the enemies are also changed; they respawn. <laughs> oh fuck that! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they they respawn forever? Yeah. Well, I, I don't not, think it's like an endless good. like swath of enemies, but like a, there's a lot of backtracking in this game. Like right, you yeah. will you will move around the same environment and go back and forth, and when you come back to those areas, the enemies will there's, be back. Is is there like a lot of backtracking in this game? They do it in a really good way. Yeah. Like how you know how like in Zelda where you'll do you'll do a dungeon and then you'll open a door and you're back at the main hub of that dungeon. It does that constantly because there was multiple times where I was like running around this area. I got a key card and I opened up this door and I'm like, "Oh, I'm back here at the at the beginning of this area." You know, and it's it, it's really good how they loop things around to where okay. everything feels like a hub. Yeah, so like, yeah. Backtracking when I speak of it is more like, do you have to go through the same level again? But if you if you go round about and open up a shortcut to get back to like the main hub area, that's perfectly fine. You're yeah. not like rehashing any. Like, no, 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 not really. Okay, no. that's good. Um, so the two questions I had, 
uh, for the game, I think, um, pretty relevant as far as that goes. It's like they introduced this whole quick time event to kill thing where the glory kills, as you said, right? Yeah. Uh, does that get uh, repetitive? And secondly, is there a lot of uses of the, the typical Doom closet spawns and stuff like that for enemies? The glory kills will get repetitive. I will okay. just go ahead and say that. I mean, but it's there. It's a mechanic more than it is something really cool to do. I mean, yeah, it looks kind of cool to do it, but yeah, I, I am punching that guy in the same animation a couple of times, you know. And then you're going to see it a lot. Um, but depending on the situation, depending on who you kill, where you shoot them, and then where you approach them, they look different. Um, and yeah, as far as monster closets go, I mean, they just like a a, a fucking pentagram will show up on the floor, and they just come up out of it. Well, that's See, that's that's, the, that's, that's the a problem. mechanic of the game, though, because the you'll get to these spots where they have these these spawning areas. They're kind of like arenas, and yeah. you'll 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 appear in this place, and it's kind of roped off, and it's like, hey, if you want to progress, you got to do this this essentially combat puzzle. So you rip this thing out of the spawner, and then you know that it's going to happen. Like it it forewarns you that this that shit's about to go down. Um. And then, you know, that's when the combat puzzles come into play. Yeah. So it'll just start spawning enemies, and it's like, hey, all right, here we go. And I kind of love that, but mm-hmm. I will say that later in the game, they kind of overuse it in the last few levels. Okay. Like, you'll walk into a room, and boom, here's the fight. Okay, cool. Finish that. Walk into the next room. Oh, here's another one. Yeah. Whereas the earlier levels, they paced it a lot better. Yeah, it was it was like half exploration, half arena fights. Yeah, and then towards the end, it's a lot of arena fights. Well, I kind of figured that's what's going to happen. Yeah, it's standard game design of hey, we're close to the end of the game, let's throw everything at you. Yeah, and so far, I mean, it's like the progression works really well. You know, the more you explore, the more upgrade points you'll find. I really like the whole challenges. So, like each level, they'll give you a challenge, like kill two guys with one shotgun blast. And stuff like that, and you'll get a weapon upgrade point for that that you can put into upgrading your weapon. Let me let me tell you now, there's a challenge in one of the later levels called skeet shooting. I th- okay. I banged my head against the wall for a solid hour trying to do that thing because oh, I've boy. I've been trying to do as much as I can on my way through. Yeah, because I I do intend to go back and hundred percent everything because I'm just having a ball playing it. Um, but I'm trying to do as much as I can on my first run, so when I go back, then it's a lot easier. Maybe I'll throw it down on, you know, the, the easy difficulty just to pick up secrets. But there's a, there's, there's a challenge called skeet shooting. And it's essentially you have to kill a revenant while he's in the air. That's impossible. I did it. I, I don't <laughs> know if I want to do it, especially on ultraviolet. Yeah, maybe you don't do that on ultraviolet. Yeah. Is that, is that, why is that hard? Because they very rarely jump. Yeah, they don't stay in the air very long. Yeah. Don't you use, like, a rocket to blast them up and then just finish them up when they're in the air or something? Um, I mean, I guess you could, but you have to know when they're going to die. Oh, okay. Because sure. if you don't know how much health they have left, then how do you know it's going to work? Uh, You figure you get you kind of get the feeling, you know, you, you dump so much ammo into a thing, you kind of... Guess how much life they have left. Well, that doesn't where, have like life bars and stuff. So yeah. Well, that th- that's where cool. the glory kills come into play because if he goes into a glory kill state and you don't kill him, mm-hmm. he regenerates. He, he regenerates yeah. health. Not all though, right? Not all, but quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, and they, I mean, 
they they stay stunned for a while though. There's a room okay. where you can make them stay stunned longer. Okay. And there's so also just like the shoot them in the face if you don't want to quick time kill them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can just yeah. shoot them. Yeah, it's pretty good. much a one one or two shot, depending on the enemy. Another thing I really like is how they ramp it up. So the arena start off with just you know standard enemies and imps, and it's pretty simple. And then they'll slowly start. It's like the first time they introduced Hell Knights, I was like, oh god, this is hard. Oh yeah, that, is, those dudes, those dudes bum rush your ass. And you know what? At the point I'm at in the game now, they're the joke of the combat encounters. Because I've gotten so good at, you know, switching my weapons, knowing what works good against what, uh, upgrading my guns, so now, like, my shotgun has, like, the the explosive shots, and my machine gun has the lock-on rockets, and... and oh, well, those are so good. And, well, I have... Well, there's a... When you find, when you fully upgrade that some bitch, it's instant. As soon as you pull the left trigger, all six of them are loaded. Oh, nice. It's a beautiful thing. This, yeah, it's, it's, there's so many small things about this game. So, like, you know, when you're charging up the like the machine gun and you're shooting rockets, and like just even the small sounds. Because I'm playing with the headset on, and you hear and it's just these crazy sounds and stuff like that. And like this, like it is unapologetic at how dumb this game wants to be. Oh, you know? absolutely, absolutely. It, I mean, they're playing this dumb, like you know. Half heavy metal, half like fucking dubstep, all the time, and it's just you know, and everything is bloody, and you know, you're in hell, and and like your character doesn't give a fuck about anything. Well, you like, haven't even a, you you haven't made it to hell yet, have you? No, not yet. Oh man, I'm just I'm just saying, like I'm about to get there. Yeah, it's whew. And like I mean, but the great thing about it is like like the intro to that game is so ridiculous. Oh, it gets better. Because it's like like there's a person constantly talking to you, and you can tell your character physically does not want to listen to that person. Oh yeah, and he's constantly like bashing control panels and shit, like not wanting to hear this guy at all. <laughs> he's like, "Fuck it, just let me kill shit," you know. Oh man, like, did they uh, give the main guy uh, like a like a set identity and stuff, or are you just like nope. space marine I guy? Am, I'm Doom guy. They call him oh, Doom. Doom guy. They don't call him Doom guy, but the thing is, is like the game starts off with you on like this operating table, and the, the the guy that's talking to you constantly is always saying, you know, like we found you. We think that this you have the mark of this, and blah blah. blah. Like they're trying to tell a story, but at the same time, they know how dumb it is. <laughs> okay, that's so good. they they don't care. And that's kind of the the mentality that your character plays off because like every time somebody's like no don't do that because then we won't be he's like ah fuck it I don't care I'm yeah. gonna do it anyway. but he doesn't have a voice it's all like no, no. mine yeah he it's doesn't... just all him like just punching shit <laughs> and man this game is loaded with Easter eggs yeah they're everywhere it's just like Wolfenstein every level has a secret where that unlocks a classic Doom level. And they did it smart this time, because if you played Wolfenstein, when you found it in the game, you had to play through the whole level. Yeah. In Doom, when you find it, it's just a switch. And oh my god, the sound it makes when you pull that switch. It's so satisfying. Um, but you pull the switch, and then you can go find it, and it counts as a secret, but it's just like one room. Yeah. And then you go back to the main menu, and you can play all of the original classic levels that you unlock with the new Doom control scheme. Alright. It's beautiful. Hmm. There's so much. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's well made. It's it's a really good game. 
Mick Gordon's soundtrack is fucking like the intro. Okay, that's how done the intro is. We didn't even talk about that. So like when you get in the elevator and the music's yeah. playing and it's E one M one, and then yeah. when it stops, he cocks the gun. In yeah. in timing with the music. In, in timing with the music. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's oh, so dumb. But you know what it happened. You're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna kill some shit. You know, it's just so dumb. Every time you pick up one of the little dolls, it plays E1 M1 for like 20 seconds. It's like, but it plays it in like MIDI format. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And like his little interactions, like he fist bumped one of the dolls one time. Yeah. When I when I picked it up, <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh man, it it knows it's dumb, but at the same time, the campaign is as impressive and as polished as Wolfenstein's. It, it makes me say I need to go back and play Wolfenstein. Yeah, Wolfenstein. It, this feels a lot like that. Like it has what you remember and you love, but it also has enough new things that make it good. Yeah. And it's, everything's just so accurate. Like the shotgun, you can fucking <gasps> snipe guys with a shotgun, and it's great. And if you love like numbers, this game tracks everything. So like you can go into the area where it shows you like, hey, here's the monsters, here's your guns, here's your environment. You know the normal stuff, but it'll show you like how many times you killed that monster, how many times you glory killed that monster. Uh, for the guns, it's like, how many people have you killed with this gun? Like, that stuff is just... Man, they did a damn good job on this game. Good. Like, um, I've always... I was gonna rent it anyway, but uh, I'll definitely be playing it one way or another. Uh, glad to see you guys are having good a good time with it. Did you guys try the multiplayer at all? I have, I have not. not. I did toy around with Snap Map. Okay. I, I haven't looked at anything about the campaign. Yeah, I'm trying to finish the campaign before I go into multiplayer because I, I from the beta I kind of get the feeling that like it'll be oh this is all right it's okay but it's not something I'm going to play a lot of. Right. Um, never been what I came to Doom for, but Snap Map is a little more interesting to me because people thought that was like a map maker for multiplayer. That's what I was thinking it was. And it kind of it has that that's there, but people can also create single player and co op levels. Mm. So it's just kind of like a create your own doom. So of course, you know, the first day I logged in, there's a bunch of here's E one M one remade. Yeah. And then you can just play through it. And it's it's neat, it's a nice distraction and I'll play with it around with some more once some people get used to it and are building more of it. And I would swear that it's not console agnostic. Really? Because I saw a map in the list that said PlayStation four on the Xbox One version. Huh. So I'm wondering if it's just the assets are being uploaded to a main server. Huh. So I don't know, but yeah, it's it's kind of cool. Snapback is kind of cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm so far I'm having fun. I've probably put maybe three hours into it. It's it's a meaty campaign. I'm guessing it's probably going to be for a normal run without looking for a lot of secrets. You could probably do ten to twelve, and I'm thinking all secrets, all challenges, fifteen to twenty five. I I would say that, dude. On ultra violent, that game's no. It's not a cakewalk at all. Hurt, uh, hurt me plenty was not hard until about I don't know nine or ten levels in. Yeah, see, and, I'm on level four and I've died uh, plenty times. Um, there's a giant boss fight that I really pity you. Okay. <laughs> Later in the game, I'm not going to say what it is. You can probably guess. I I probably know what it is. Um, but that was that was hard on hurt me plenty. <laughs> Great. So good luck. Can't wait. And you haven't even run into the the 
barons of hell yet. Mm-mm. Oh god, those guys suck. I did, I did die. I fell in lava and died, and he did oh, yeah. from uh, from Terminator Two. Yes, he does. As he dies, yes, he does. It's so dumb. Oh, it's so great. This is yeah. Th- this game embraces the dumb and in a very spectacular way. It, it has to because it's Doom. a Doom game that takes because it's fucking Doom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They they nailed will, that I, and they made it good for for new for the new generation. Do they have anybody's head on a stick in this game? Don't look at my feed. Okay. <laughs> I took a lot of screenshots while I was in hell. Gotcha. So. God, and the game is pretty too, and man, it runs. Whew. Yeah. The uh, you guys are both playing the Xbox One version, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's 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 it takes some getting used to because your character Doom guy he kind of projects himself. So like when you move like forward and to the right, he kind of jumps that way to begin with, and then starts moving because that way you can juke stuff out. So like an imp throws like a fireball at you, you can just kind of tap to the left or right, and he kind of just jumps out of the way of it. So it's it's something like you kind of got to get used to the movement of it a little bit. Because it seems like it, not only is it fast, but from a standing position going to a direction, it's kind of like a really fast boost, and then you start moving. You get you get into a stride kind of yeah. thing. We should also mention that this is also one of the first console games to have a lot of visual options. You can change well, chromatic aberration in in the options menu. You can also change your field of view slider. Really? And you can turn off motion blur, which I highly suggest if you have any prone to getting motion sickness. Hmm. So. Yeah, that's it for me, I think. Um, I did pick up Trails of Cold Steel. <laughs> nice. And Looking, uh, uh, I'll listen to you guys' podcast. Maybe I'll send you guys an email or something. Cool. Is that, there's a new one of those coming out, right? Or is this the new one? No, this is the last one came out last year. Trails of Cold Steel Two comes out this year. That's what I thought. Yep, I think I think September. I'm gonna you, you can bet I'm gonna try to cover that thing. I'm sure ah. that won't be an issue. I don't think there's gonna be anybody fighting you for it. Drew, Drew might after if, the if, first one. If I, if I if I really like this one, yeah, yeah it, it might. It might. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put him down, but you know, you can. Well, it, also, also, Drew will come to the realization that he doesn't want to review a giant RPG. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just, it's hard reviewing those 50, 50 hour RPG games, man. It's tough. Yeah, I'm. Um, I, I mean, I, that's all you, Jay. You can have it. And I told you you could have Monster Hunter this time. So. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if if Capcom generous. We do want to test out the co op, you know. So yeah, I mean, I'm picking it up. I'm buying it anyway. So yeah, yeah, if, I mean, yeah. yeah. Whoever doesn't review it is going to buy it. That game's going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, then let's talk to the man who's been gone for a while. We we kind of gushed over Doom for a little too long, but you know, I've only been it's waiting. Doom. I've only been waiting twelve years on this game. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't like Fair Doom enough. three at all. See, Doom three is like the outlier at this point because like Doom one, two, and the new Doom are very similar. Doom three is a different game. I liked it. I did, but it ain't like this. Not at all. Anyway, Gambus Khan. Hello. What have you been playing? Well, um, I haven't been playing that much at all. Um, but I I have played a couple of games. Um, my wife was uh, gracious enough for me to 
play a cell phone game on her on her Android while being brought back to life, basically. Um, played a game called a uh, Hungry Shark. It's uh, it's it's pretty good. It's uh, it's actually made by Ubisoft. And um, Do you I was climb actually any towers. <clears throat> no, um, it's all uh, underwater swimming. There's no underwater towers. Uh, not that I've seen. Then but, I refuse uh, to believe this is a Ubisoft game. Was it the Hungry Shark Evolution? Yes. Ah, okay. Cool. Yeah, um, I was actually uh, pretty impressed with the graphics of the game. It's uh. Uh, it looks looks really nice, and um, basically you just move your finger along the screen, and the shark moves wh- wherever your finger is. And um, it's pretty cool that you get to you, you can eat people who are swimming in the water. It's pretty cool that you can eat people. Put that on the back of the box. Yep. Gambus Khan says it's pretty cool to eat people. So uh, that was the game that I played while. Um, being nursed back to life and um afterwards i'm still not a hundred percent like i'm still have a medication i'm taking i'm still kind of drowsy so i'm like you know i I don't really want to play a game like uh bloodborne or something like that where you have to have a lot of uh concentration and quick reflexes Mm -hmm. so um i played uh, a really fun game that i downloaded a couple months ago um, on PSN um, played uh, Bro Force. <laughs> oh, right. The PS Plus game, right? That game, yeah. man, that game is super fun, but man, it had a lot of issues on PS4. Hello. Well, I had some issues on PC as well. Uh, like the PS4 version, when you start a level, like your character wouldn't move when it first Ooh. launched. Hmm. Like you'd hold the right stick and he would just stand there and then it would give you control for a second and then it would take it away again. It was a weird glitch. Like Unity sucks on the PS4. Mm. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I didn't experience any of these uh, things. Um, That's good. Played, Hopefully they uh, fixed it with a patch. It, it played really played really well. Um, it's uh, I, I love it. It's... Uh, <laughs> It's definitely a callback to all the um, all the eighties action action heroes. Have you unlocked Brobocop yet? No, I haven't. Um, he's pretty awesome, he's, actually. He is pretty awesome. I got a Brogyver. Um, <laughs> uh, you start off with Bram Brambro. Brambro, yeah. Get, yeah, it, it's 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 a it's a fun game. You'll be shocked at how many characters like you continue to unlock at that. It's there's there's so, a ton. There's yeah. a ton of them, and uh, I love whenever you set a guy on fire. It sounds like Homer Simpson screaming. <laughs> yep, man, I, that game. The only thing I don't like about that game, and I, I guess it's the way it's designed, is that it doesn't let you pick who you play as. It just kind of throws yeah, you randomly. In. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And when you save somebody, you randomly get chosen. I really don't like MacGyver and his dynamite he throws. I thought that was McGruber. Oh, was that who that was? That throws the whoever, dynamite. Whoever it was that threw the dynamite, I mean, that sucks. Yeah, the dynamite yeah, is not fun. I think that's a McBrover, McBrover or something. I love the names. Like, what is it, Judge Bro? <laughs> 
<laughs> There's Conan the Brobarian or whatever. It's... What was a Terminator? Terminator oh. or something? It's Brominator. Yeah, yeah I, think I think it's Brominator. <laughs> There's Mr. Bro- Mr. Bro. Well, Mr. Smith is an Agent Smith. I forget what they call him. Yeah. God, that game. Bro- Bromando. Yeah, Bromando. <laughs> yeah, Bromando. Yeah. It's like John Matrix. Oh, God. John Matrix. You know his name. That's the best part. That movie's so good. Yeah, because that's an awesome name for John, Commando. John Matrix. John Matrix. And the, that is the an Australian awesome name. guy constantly call him. He's like, I know about you, Matrix. <laughs> Matrix. Hey, it's Bennett. Matrix. Let off some steam. Such a good movie. <laughs> I told you I was going to kill you last. I lied. I lied. <laughs> don't, don't talk. Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> and that was the one the let out some steam I think yeah. that was the one from Commando as well let out some yeah. steam yep. Bennett yep. Yeah. that was uh, that was actually not even scripted he just said it and it just got into the final cut which is amazing oh god Arnold is the best yep. man Arnold that is, is so cool yep it's really good <laughs> I love I need to watch Commando again I know I want to watch it. the whole scene <laughs> at the beginning where he's driving the truck down the hill with no please talk oh god and he's going to save Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano oh, as a child. As a kid, yeah. Ugh. God, I'm old. Mm-hmm. Aren't we all? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I played over the past couple weeks. Broforce is some good shit. But, uh, I'm... Oh, yeah, I, uh... <laughs> After I came back from the hospital... I uh, was hoping that uh, the Overwatch beta was still active. Nope. Oh, you missed and, out, uh, son. The the only the only thing that I got to play because I actually download. They had it to where you could still download it, and uh, the only mode that you could play was the uh, tutorial. Oh, jeez. The tutorial so that got... basically assumes you've never played a video game. Yeah, so <laughs> I I played the uh, the tutorial to Overwatch. <laughs> Man, you missed out. That's a good beta. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be picking that up when it comes out. Nice. Pick it up for a PC if you have a decent PC. Play oh, I got, I got a crappy. <laughs> uh, sneeze. You. Oh, crappy I got sneeze. a. He's got a crappy. I got a, <laughs> I got a crappy uh, six-year-old Mac. Oh. Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> I mean, it it the the Mac served me well. I mean, it it uh, basically, you know, performed just as good out of the box about five years later as it did when I first got it. But over the past year, I've noticed that it started to started to significantly slow down on me. All Apple products have like this this timer inside. Yep. That decides <laughs> when you're going to buy a new one. Yeah. So. But the, for the phones, it's exactly 365 days. It's after. exactly three. Yep. That's when it starts degrading, and then everything stops working, and you're like, oh, man. Like your your phone used to go, you know, like 24 hours without needing a charge. Now it goes about four or five. Yeah. You know, it just runs out of battery. So yeah, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah. Damn phones. Too bad you can't change the battery out on them. Yep. <laughs> of course not. The, why? That would be stupid. Yeah. yeah. It's just I like mean, you know what? My Galaxy, I can. Well, it's just like your PS4 controller. You can never change that battery. 
Yeah. Lame. Can you, can you not? No. I never. I never. I never had an issue. Had a time where I needed to change a battery in any of my controllers. Which controllers does? Well, the Xbox. Xbox 360 needs it bad. Mine has to stay plugged in. Oh, okay. Maybe you should, you know, invest in a new battery pack. Yeah, but it's a 360 controller, and I barely use it. But I'll probably be using it a lot since, well, I'm buying Overwatch. So. Well, you can plug your Xbox One controller directly into your PC. You know that, right? Without having to do yeah. anything. Yeah, just use the USB cable and plug it in. It works fine. No dongle needed no. or anything like that? No, just use the USB I, cable and plug it in. It works fine. I, I did not know that. Yep. Or, or you could just play the game on mouse and keyboard like God intended. You know uh, what? Well, he's, not a, he's not a savage, okay? That's impossible for me. I would like... <laughs> just, just try it, Drew. Just give it a week. One week, you might be a believer. One That's, week. There's no way in hell. There's no way. I, it's a, I, I propose a challenge. Just one week, just play Overwatch with me. During the opening week, just play mouse and keyboard. We'll play against bots so that you don't, you know, you don't get really mad about missing shots and stuff like that. And then uh, see what, you might like it. I'm telling you, it's gonna be an eye-opening experience. How much faster and more responsive it is at a at a, at a medium to lower level of your my, skill cap. My issue is, is I cannot strafe using a mouse and keyboard. Like I, I physically can't do it. I can only go forward and back. I used to play. What about the A and D buttons, man? They strafe. That's what I they're can't, for. I can't fucking use them, man. I just, I can't. I like my my fingers and my mind will not work that way. Uh, I used Box. to, I used to play mouse and keyboard you know, back in the glory days, and oh. I've tried to go back to it, and I, I can't. I can't. I played all of Stalker, Shadow of Chernobyl, and I almost ripped my fucking hair out because I had to use a mouse and keyboard. Oh man, that's I don't I don't like I don't know. It's like you're you're a clever guy. You've been playing games for a long time. You've been a, you've been the guy. You had your own PC for a long time typing, and I'm I'm guessing your like words per minute is something something like respectable, right? So you're you know you're you're fast typer, so you should be well oriented to use a keyboard. And know where all the keys are, what your finger orientations and everything. So it just it just confounds me to hear that you have a hard time like strafing on keyboards. It's like it's like pressing two different buttons. That's it. Like, yeah, but I mean, uh, like I do a lot. I'm I'm kind of like a twitchy player, and like it's easier for me to move a, a, my thumb back whenever I'm moving forward and just backpedal than it is for me to move my finger off of one button to another kind of thing. I'll end up hitting a button that doesn't do anything or some bullshit like that. And then on top of that, like, your your abilities are on other keys. Yeah, like Q, E, R, and that, stuff like that. Well, I, 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 like, I don't want to take my fingers off of a movement button in order to do that. With the controller, I can still move and use my abilities at the same time. No, no, but think about it this way. You're using uh, the whatever Xbox controller. You have both your uh, both of your thumbs on each of the thumbsticks, right? So that you can, you know, look and move at the same time. You still have to take your right thumb away from the camera to press the button. It's the same concept, except you're moving a lot more. They're on the bumpers. Well, no, you also use your bumpers for sure, but you still have to press the buttons on on the the face as well sometimes. Yeah, but it's... Depending on what what you want to do. I think what it is, is it's a lot easier... Okay, it's a lot easier to remove your your thumb and press one of four buttons that are in place as opposed to pressing one of a hundred and how many ever there are on the keyboard. It's it's easy to know spatial awareness of a controller than it is a keyboard. 
Mm. Like, I have an issue, like, now, because I've been playing with a controller for so long, I had an issue playing Heroes of the Storm, and there's, what, four buttons? Because I would, right. I would be moving my character with the mouse, doing everything with the mouse, and I'd have my fingers on the buttons that do stuff, but I would constantly have to look down and be like, oh, which, oh, oh okay, but what is that? Do? Oh, and then by the time I figured out what it was, I was dead. So I get well, what he's saying. But, like, it's just, it's, just, it's a matter of getting adjusted to it, right? Absolutely. I mean, I can play, I can play both on, uh, like, a, I prefer to play on pad for fighting games, but I can also play on stick, too. So, like, that's, like, that's like huge difference between going back and forth because of the way you uh, control the joystick, you know. In, instead of using the thumb, you use your, basically, hand and wrist. Uh, that's a huge difference. But once you get used to it, you put a couple hours in, maybe, like, a week or so, and then you kind of end up seeing the benefits of both. Um, well, I mean, yeah, you, if, if you have fun playing that way, that's good. But it feels like when you're playing on PC, you're going to be at a disadvantage to some degree because people are going to aim a lot better on PC than they are on, like, the consoles. Because I played the PS4 beta because uh, my friend wanted to play. So I was playing that, and the people could not aim for shit on, on PS4. Like, PS, like first-person shooter players on consoles, even with their little auto-aim lock-on thing, you know, that kind of, like, eels towards the enemy that they need to shoot, they're terrible. Like, I think then, you would, you I think you would know, be a better player. Then you don't know, yeah. you don't want to know how bad I am. Because those guys that are terrible at aiming kill me. Well, I mean, anyone can kill you if you get flanked or, you know, there's, like, a bunch of people shooting at you at once. But we're talking, like, you see, like, a good sniper playing, like, uh, playing, like, Widowmaker on uh, <laughs> on Overwatch and PC, and they're just popping headshots left and right, and you see someone in, you know, the beta. And uh, I mean, I'm not saying that all console gamers don't know how to shoot. That's not, that's not true at all. But there is a certain degree of precision and sensitivity that you have to go um, with the thumbstick, and it's very minute and difficult to get. So, in in my opinion, when you're of the low or the medium skill level, which I think all of us are, uh, then using a mouse is just is, is is easier because that range of movement that you can do, that like little twitch movement that you have with the mouse, allows you to get like this degree of aim that you don't you don't particularly have with the the right thumbstick, but I mean, hey, if that's how you like to play it, but I would like to see you give it a give it a good old college try, if you can. <laughs> I'll give it a shot, but I'm I'm telling you, I will be, I I may be at disadvantage using a controller on the PC, but I will be at an even more disadvantage using a mouse and keyboard on the PC. Maybe for maybe for a week, and then you'll be yes. bad like maybe yes. you'll be. MLG 360 no scope headshots all over the place. The greatest, greatest Overwatch player of all time, Drew. Well, I play Reinhardt. Who doesn't need that much accuracy? <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> you, you picked a good hero, cut. and goddamn, exactly. He is fantastic. Like so and, and nobody and nobody. Like I asked on Twitter, I had like 30 people answer me on Twitter. Like, who's your favorite hero? Not a single one said they play Reinhardt. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? They don't want to play tank, man. They they want to get that you know play of the game every single game. They want to they want to press that key button and get well, like, four I'm, kills. Well, I'm the one carrying the fucking team. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. There you go, and then you get some sick kills with those charges and the the stuns. is great. Love the yeah. This sounds like the ah. dialogue that will spawn from this game that I'm not sad I will miss. The the memes that have already came out of that beta are fucking fantastic. Already, the game's not out yet, and it's already produced amazing memes. I love, I love the one like there was this one that says like play of the game. This fucker using Bastion <laughs> <laughs> for holding down the left click. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've seen that too many times, too. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, man, All right. I'm, I'm, I'm getting withdrawals, man, still. Nine days left. Oh, God, nine days left. <sighs> Gotta hang on. I'm playing a shit ton of Heroes of the Storm in the meantime. <laughs> every every day I play Heroes. All right, well, let's move on to Jay, see what he's been playing besides waiting on Overwatch. That is that is the main game that I've been playing, <laughs> waiting on Overwatch. I've been, like, looking up videos on, like, how to play heroes that I'm not that good with, like, more uh, better, like, how they function as characters and their role. Like, looking at, like, Reddit Overwatch and seeing everyone else that's exactly in the same position as, as me. They're like, oh, God, I'm getting withdrawals. This is all I want to play. I'm, I'm at that... I'm at that point, Ken, when you were a couple of days before Doom came out, where the only thing you were talking about was Doom, yeah, and the, yeah. that's the only game that you wanted to play, but you couldn't play because it it's not out yet. I, I feel the same way about Overwatch since the game uh, open beta has ended. I still got nine more days to go, so feel bad for me. <laughs> First world problems, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're you're very much right. I mean, I have all these games to play. Um, um, but uh, this week has mostly been about Bradley Second, which I actually beat yesterday. I put nice. like 46 hours into that game and beat it. Um, and it wasn't enough that I beat it. You know, I had to crush that game. So I got all my all my characters to level 99. I mastered every single job to level 11, which is actually very time-consuming. Um, I beat all the extra secret bosses. Um, I leveled up my town to the fullest. I have my like support character that sends out does 999,999 damage. So standard fare for me in RPG games. I must destroy a game before I'm done with it if I really like it. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm done with that game for sure. I'm going to write the review up tonight. You'll have it in your inbox later tonight, uh, Ken. Um, Other than that, I played a bit of Ratchet & Clank. Um, It's been sitting there for like two weeks, and I finally put it in and give it a try. Because I was watching my uh, sister's kids for a bit as a favor, and, you know, they, they need something to do. So I was letting them play, and I was actually watching them. And, um, yeah, that game, man, that game is gorgeous. Jesus yes, Christ. Yes, it is. Damn. Is just that play, game just, running at 60? No, no, it runs at 30. 30? Okay, I was about to say. You think that's gorgeous? It's so smooth, though. Yeah, yeah. That thing, you think that's gorgeous? Why do you put it in Uncharted? Holy shit. Yeah, Uncharted is another game that I should be getting either tomorrow or the day after. Um, along with Doom, probably the same week. But I don't—I don't, I honestly don't know what I'm going to do. But with my time, I still have Grand Kingdom. Um, I got to play and review, and I still have the other game for 3DS. So I, I think before starting on Uncharted or Doom, I'm going to finish Grand Kingdom, and that way I only have one game left to play for review. Which you know, embargoes in July, so I still have plenty of time for that. You got so a couple minutes. That's, that's, that's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah. But you don't know, like, because uh, these games are long, and I don't want to put myself in a situation where I have to play, like, 40 hours of an RPG within two weeks, which is pretty stressful to do. Yeah. So I want to I space that out a little better. But I'm, I'm also looking forward to a lot of stuff coming out in June. June, surprisingly, is even a better month for gaming for me than May, which seems crazy to me. It's just the, the amount of releases and things I want to cover, like, there's not enough time, there's not enough money, or there's not enough... Oh God! It's just uh, I don't I don't even know what games of the like nine games I'm probably gonna play that month that I'm gonna cover. So we'll see. But yeah, that's that's basically about it. Bradley second and uh, just thinking about Overwatch. Just thinking about Overwatch. <sighs> nine days. Nine days. <laughs> oh man. 
when the reviewers start getting their copies and they're going to be posting them on Twitter, it's probably going to make you like beat your head against the wall. I'm not. I'm not sure how that's going to. How, how are they going to deal with the reviews? Are they going to put out the servers for reviews earlier? I have no clue. Blizzard is a weird company. When we got Diablo, it was mm-hmm. like, well, for consoles, Diablo, we got like the weekend before. Um, yeah. As for, I was able to put some time into it. Uh, Starcraft two, I got mm-hmm. the night of. So yeah, the night of seems to make sense given the whole you need to be logged on to Battle.net to play the game thing. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's Overwatch is multiplayer only. Yeah. So, do I really want to sit in a queue where trying to get matched up against like what? How many possible review copies can go up? Maybe like a couple of thousand. Yeah. So yeah. you can't you can't really have them. They're gonna be in different zones. So I don't think that'll work. It'll probably be the night of. Uh, if we if we do get a, like a review copy, I, I will like to review it or something because I'm gonna be playing the shit out of it anyway. But uh, or at the very least, I'm gonna record some video of me and Drew. We're gonna go at it, Drew. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm gonna time. watch this video. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'll wrap it up. I don't have a lot to talk about because I spent most of my time playing Doom, um, and like you, the other two games I'm reviewing don't come out till June, so I can't really talk about them. One of them is called Anima: Gate of Memories. Um, mm. Played quite a bit of that, uh, and I'm also playing Odin Sphere. Left? How? Don't 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 bother. I was okay. Okay. That that thing. I'm playing that thing. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, the only other thing I checked out this week is I downloaded that One Piece Burning Blood demo. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, is that a new... It's a new One Piece game. It is not a Warriors game. Okay. It's a Naruto fighting game. Oh. Okay. It's weird. I don't I don't think I like it. No? It's, um... I don't really like the Naruto style of fighting games. I don't either. I don't like I don't the either. 3D kind of... Because it feels like you just get... It's just an animation trap, is what what I think of those fighting games. Uh, yeah. Characters start hitting you, and then you've just got to wait till they're done before you can try to do another move. And those, it's, uh, those anime fighting games are always in such a precarious situation, because you have to think about it in a way like, oh, are we making a fighting game, or are we making a fan service game? Yeah. And you kind of have to meet in the middle, and there's a very small happy common ground in the middle there. I think I think Pokemon kind of hit it right. Yeah. You know with the with the amount of fan service they put in with how easy it is to get into, but actually still making it deep and interesting enough without it being having, you know, a bunch of like infinite combos all over the place. Um and that's that's one of my problems with a lot of the Naruto games. You play that game, but you get it's 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 not very well made mechanically. You yeah. know, from from a perspective of like a fighting game, you play like a guilty gear, you play like a killer instinct, like a Mortal Kombat, all those games. Those games are thought up from the the middle ground up. You know, they gotta make sure the game plays well. It's gotta be a fair game, all the characters need to be balanced, but those anime games don't really care about that so much. And that's why it's kinda it's kinda hard to judge those games by their merits. Yeah, and what's weird about them is they don't they still make it super hard and frustrating in the single player. So even if you're playing for the fan service to see your characters, to go through the levels, to unlock stuff, the computer, it's just super cheap and frustrating. Right. So it makes it not fun to even do that portion of the game, which is disappointing because One Piece is a really visually interesting thing. 
mm-hmm. and I think it could have been really cool. But yeah, I just I played like two or three matches of it. And I'm like, yeah, I just uh, no thanks. I'll tell you one thing though: you watch some fucking high level players play those kind of games. Oh yeah, it's fucking insane. Like yeah. I, I did that Saint Saya game. Mm-hmm. And I jumped online with two guys who were like, knew what the fuck they were doing. I was like, fucking hell. I was like, because I was watching watching them in a the lobby while I waited to fight against them and get the shit beat out of me. Um, and I, like they were just you know, blocking and countering, and it, it was nuts. And they, I was like, I, do, there's no way in hell I know how to play that. They do, they do get crazy with the cheese whiz. Yeah. But that's it. Um, yeah. We'll finish Doom. I'm hoping to finish it tonight. So yes. I got two or three more levels to go, and levels take me about an hour. <clears throat> excuse me, about an hour, hour and a half. Because yeah. I spend a lot of time looking. I do too, but I don't <laughs> find shit. It's it's hidden well, man. It's hidden well. Um, uh, what's coming out this week? There's a lot of stuff coming out this week. Homefront, the revolution, <laughs> is really <laughs> coming out this week. All those review copies, uh, people giving impressions of the full game. Everywhere. I have not heard one. Yep. Saw the launch trailer, and I'm like, oof. Usually even launch trailers make games look good. This didn't make it look all that good. Is it bad editing, or just the ba- the game itself just kind of it, doesn't look good? It tries to be super serious, and it mm-hmm. looks kind of bad. Mm. And, like, it's not that great as far as the acting. And, like, I, I, I know what this story's about because I played the first one. But like watching that trailer, I have no fucking clue what the story's about. What did you think of the first game, Ken? Like the single player campaign and all? Mm, meh, mediocre at yeah. best. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't terrible. I finished okay. it. Uh, the multiplayer was very revolutionary, but nobody played was it? it. Yeah, it was uh, oh. big battles, lots of. I, I want to say kind of like Counter Strikey, like uh, earning points to call in different. It was real big. Like, the guys who made that multiplayer, it was a different team than the ones that made the single player. Um, mm. The guys who made the multiplayer went on to make another big game that I can't remember. I think it was one of the the, uh, the Wars games. Wars uh, games? Like Quake Wars and stuff like that. If oh, I, the Enemy Territory guys? Yeah, the Enemy Territory guys. I think they went on to make a PC game after Homefront that was strictly multiplayer, kind of like Homefront. Um, but yeah, anybody who actually played Homefront, the original's multiplayer, would would attest to it being extremely original. I didn't say it was great, but there were a lot of really neat ideas in there. Well, let me see. And I'm, I'm curious now who made the first Homefront. Yeah, you look that up. Uh, also out this week is Shadow of the Beast, which I'm hearing good things mm-hmm. about. Uh, Shadwin, which I'm not hearing anything about because we're embargoed. Uh, <laughs> Soft Body? Soft Body? That's what it's called. What's it for? What uh, we made it? It's an action puzzle game made by Bodysoft. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a twin stick shooter with a surreal sense of control and style. Uh, that's really all it says. Ah, I just Google soft body, and you shouldn't Google soft body. I could have told Probably you that before you Googled soft body. <laughs> Fear in a place of business, or you know, it's don't don't. Don't do that. No. no. Okay. Yeah. Um, Homefront was made by Chaos Studios, yes. who went who went down in 2011, and they also made Frontlines: Fuels of War. That was the other one. That game was not great, but the multiplayer in both of those games was super interesting. 
They yeah, they did something different in them. Yeah, like they weren't just standard shooter multiplayer. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, Valkyrie, Valkyria Chronicles Remastered is out this week for the PlayStation Four. Ooh, oh, sweet. I never, I never got to ask you. Can you play it? Did it? Does it come with the demo to the the next Valkyria game? Not that like I the saw, Japanese one but I, I just have a, I just have a digital copy. If it if it comes with the the demo for the uh, next Valkyria game, that's a game that I would perhaps buy just for the demo. Yeah, I don't, I can't stuff. speak to that because I started playing it ages ago, what? got wrapped up in a bunch of other stuff, and I did not write the review. Somebody else did. Okay. So, but yeah, I, I eventually I'll get back to. The, I like that game. That game was a good game. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, also out this week, in case you forgot, PlayStation still doing the PS2 games on PS4. Uh, this week, Wild Arms Three. Yeah, I love that game. I, I hear it's Sweet. good. I've never played that game. <clears throat> I've never played three. Yeah. I played one too. I played one. Um, three is. Very good, but I'm not sure how well it's aged because I played that game ages ago. Yeah, I also heard Connecticut was coming out, and everybody got excited. I'm like, that game was cool when it came out, but I guarantee you, it is not aged well. Um, but RPG games in general, Connecticut was that game where it was a PlayStation 2 exclusive, um, made by an internal team. It's a racing game where like the cars are the people. Okay. Like where they have the wheels on their hands and feet. Yeah, I remember that. It's made by somebody really big. Somebody who went on to do something else. I will look them up. Yeah, because... I want to say... Santa Monica. That's who made it. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. It's Kratos, one of the playable characters. I don't think he was, because this was before God of War? Oh, before God of War 1? Wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah. Damn. Uh, also out this week is Mimic Arena for the Xbox One. No don't, idea. Don't ask. Okay. Uh, Super Knight Riders. Uh, uh, any, any relation to Knight Rider? No. Uh, don't okay. look up screenshots for Super Knight Riders. <laughs> Vomiting Why? may occur. Sometimes these indie games, like, I, I, I appreciate that we can get indie games on these consoles. But holy shit, man. Like, there should be some kind of. It's starting to turn into Steam <laughs> with the way some of these games look. Uh, Cuba Color is also out this week. It's a puzzle game. Digger Dan DX. Say that three times fast. Um, for the 3DS. And Sweetest Thing for the Wii U. Oh, a Wii U game! Wow. Well, there's usually one a week. It's, but you know, it's not a game that anyone knows or heard about. Yeah, nobody cares. Or, or it's like an indie game from five years ago. Holy cow! Did you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is coming out for the PS3 and 360? Um, yeah, sure. Why not? That makes sense. There's still four games listed for the Xbox 360 between now and August. Can you guess them? I gave you one. A uh, Madden. Madden's one of them. FIFA. Nope. Really? I'm not saying that's not coming out, but it's not on my list. Uh, till but... till till what date? You say? August. August mm. through August, I guess. Uh, it's gotta be a sports game. Nope. The other two that are on this list are not sports games. Really? Nope. Uh, I don't know. Lego Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> and Mighty Number no. Nine. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> 
Mighty number nine. That's right. Mighty number nine. If my number nine finally Man. comes out, it's going to come out for everything. I'm going to tell you this right now. That game is in people's hands, and we might have it in the next week or two. <clears throat> I'm interested to see how that goes, but you at this both. point of time, yeah, at this point of time, it has to be the second coming of Jesus to basically kind of overrun all the hatred and the negative controversy it has received over the years. And over the years is not an exaggeration, right? That's it's, just how long that game has been in development. Kickstarter for, so. was launched in 2014, I think. I thought it was like no, 2013, it, it, Oh, yeah, I thought it was like 2012. Mm-mm, no, because these consoles weren't out then, right? Yeah, it was either 13 or 14. I, I need to look this up now because... Yeah, I'm curious. August too. 31st, 2013. Yeah, 2013, that's... Jesus. Yeah, that's almost three years this game took to come three out. Three years for a Mega Man game. Hey, you know what? As long as it's good, I don't care. I, I hope you're right. Uh, you said you like canceled the statue pre-order. Thing yeah, I, I got wrapped up in the hype about that game, and then the more I looked mm. at that statue, I'm like, wow, that thing looks terrible. That thing looks like a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. That looks like a Burger King like, <coughs> Happy Meal statue. Yeah, I'm like, no, like. no, thank you. It didn't look as cool as my Revenant. <clears throat> <sighs> you know. <laughs> You were, I believe, it was on this very podcast. You're like, oh no, no, no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up the regular version of Doom. You know, I, I learned my lesson with the Street Fighter thing. You know, don't need another statue. I know where I would put I it, but I, I don't learn. I don't learn. This is very. Clear. I'm the first to admit I'm an idiot. <laughs> hey, if if it brought a little bit of joy in your life and you can afford it, that's fine with me. It was this a big okay. statue, and it lights. I'm sure up. it looks nice. It lights up. It Does like it make a, sound? No, but it has like a strobe flickering effect. It's kind of put, awesome. put, put it in your kid's room as a nightlight. It's I will, perfect. and he'll be like, "That's fine." There's a big giant skeleton in my room that's flickering. That's cool. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. So news, there's some shit going on. Uh, EA's uh, EA's financial call, uh, obviously Battlefront Two. We all knew that was coming, uh, but it'll be here in 2017. Uh, Mass Effect 4 has been delayed. I don't know this was news. I thought this was known. Did you say Battlefield 2 or Battlefield 1? Battlefront 2. Battlefront. Oh, okay. That's in... Uh, Are they uh, done with the season pass of Battlefront 1? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are we sure we want to do this, guys? Um, Doesn't every game? Call of Duty gets nope. announced before its season pass is done every year, right? Yeah, but I mean, when when's the season pass supposed to be done for Battlefront One, dude? Like the last piece of D- and you're gonna you're gonna laugh when I tell you this. The last piece of DLC scheduled for Battlefront launches in 2017. What are we even doing? But uh, to be fair, going to be playing that game at that point. To be fair, they didn't they didn't like show Battlefront Two. This was a financial call that said we will be making a Battlefront Two. So again, uh, we're in a we're in a generation where information is way too widely available, mm-hmm. and we read too much into stuff. This is a corporation saying, "Yes, investors, we will have a new Star Wars Battlefront game in 2017." We're not showing it. We're not telling you what it is. But yes, that is our plan. So, again, uh, they also announced Mass Effect Four being delayed, which I thought we already knew. Till when? 2017. Sure. Yeah, I thought that was 
known. Yeah. Um, we also talked about they have two other Star Wars games in development, one by Visceral, one by Respawn. Uh, Microsoft has shut down Project Spark. I, I haven't heard about that game since the... Um, Conquer. The Conquer thing, yeah, yeah. Which was like over a year ago. Yep. So, so the servers yeah. will go offline, I think, this month. Um, but you'll still be able to download it and levels until August 28th, I believe. But after that... Anything that you would have wanted to play in that game, you will have to have downloaded because it will no longer be available. Hmm. They uh, they were hyping up that game for a long time. I remember it was like the in the earlier E3s of mm-hmm. the uh, Xbox One lifecycle. And then what? Like what? I didn't, I never understood what that game was supposed to be. I thought it was like a platform to make other games or something like that. It was kind of like Little Big Planet. Yeah. But I thought it came out, and then people were just kind of done with it already. I never knew it didn't come out. I never knew it was going to get canceled. So it just uh, it it came out. Um, yeah, and I think its biggest issue is that it's way too complex for most people. Mm-hmm. Like you would be, it, it's 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 a lesson in game design. Like that tool is really super impressive, um, but it's a little too much for most people to handle. Uh, and then there weren't a lot of people playing it because not a lot of people downloaded it to check it out. It it was a weird thing. Um, clearly, it was a failure for Microsoft, but I still think it it had a lot of merit. So, and they, I mean, they should know. We we learned that these create your own game things can be really successful, like Super Mario Maker. You know, one of the most acclaimed games of last year. Uh, their their tooltip and everything that you can do in that game was actually kind of massive. The things you could do. But they made it and presented it in such a way it was simple to understand. You know, you could yep. immediately grasp what to do. You know, just by using the, 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 the whatever the controller and stuff. So they uh, lessons to be learned. I think those games have a market. It just needs to be presented properly. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft has also announced that backwards compatibility now supports multi-disc games. Good. This was so last Lost Odyssey, right? Yeah. So essentially, this kind of came out. Uh, when Deus Ex Human Revolution Director's Cut was made backwards compatible, uh, and people kind of caught on, like, hey, that's a multi-disc game. So they started poking at Microsoft, and Microsoft came out and said, yes, we now have multi-disc games working. And uh, basically, from what I hear, you don't even have to do anything. It's seamless. So, like, the spot where you would normally switch the disc, it just keeps going. Which is kind of cool. So, yeah, look forward to... Hopefully, I'm hoping we we forget E3 is less than a month away, boys. Man, right, right. Be pretty crazy. So, is Microsoft holding a bunch of backwards compatibility news to like blow out another like, hey, there's now a hundred more games available or something like that? Go get your Lost Odyssey. Go get your Blue Dragon. Go get your Red Dead. They'll um, they'll talk about it in that. You know, matter of fact, like, oh, we since the launch of the backward compatibility, we have you know this many games, <laughs> well, and course. now you're gonna have like 20 more games, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, it'd be nice. I'm I'm actually interested to see what PS4 is gonna do. Obviously, with you know the new console, but I, people are still thinking that they're gonna do something with backwards compatibility, and that seems impossible to me now with this PS PS2 games and PS4 and stuff. Yeah. I think um, PS2 on PS4 was an answer to backwards compatibility that was not a good answer. 
fifteen dollars, right? That's, fifteen. Was some it twenty dollars. Some of them yeah. are ten. Some of them are fifteen, and they're having to rework them, which takes a lot longer. Whereas Microsoft can just turn it on and be like, "Okay, it's done." You know, we're not adding trophies. We're not upresing. We're not doing any of that stuff. So yeah, backward backwards compatibility is not a thing that they are uh, concentrating on for sure. No. Which is sad because a lot of people clearly want it. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that I do want, but like it's not something that I took advantage of. Like for example, when I had my PS3 backwards compatibility with PS2, I actually wasn't playing that many PS2 games at the time. But the thought that I could was awesome, but I wasn't actually realistically taking advantage of it. Same the same with the uh, PS4 and PS2. I I kind of want to pick up those games when they go on sale for like five six dollars. But then I think about it, and I think to myself, like, when am I ever going to play these games at this point? This is basically never. So. I think I think one of the coolest things about it on Xbox is that when you get the free games every month, you can mm-hmm. they, they're they're backwards compatible. So if it's something you never played, hell, if I boot it up for twenty minutes, that's kind of cool, you know. Right, right, right. Um, man. Uh, Overwatch, uh, Blizzard has said that anybody who cheats in Overwatch will be permanently banned. That's, uh, that's an interesting topic because it's kind of like the Pandora's box opening. Yeah. Because people can be reported, like when I, when, in my heydays of the uh, Counter-Strike 1.6 days when I was really good, I was good enough to be competitive, I think, uh, when I, whenever I used to play on servers and stuff. I was banned on over... 50 to 60 different servers on the suspicion of being a hacker slash cheater. And I can tell you, in all honesty, I've never cheated and I'm a first-person cheater in my life. Except that one time I was actually at a PC cafe and I was going to load up and play some Counter-Strike and there was not there was like a wall hack already installed on that computer. So I was, look, I was looking at it to see what it looked like and then I moved. So I, technically I cheated once, but you know, it's... I don't think that counts, really. But uh, either way, um, yeah, because of that, like when people think you're cheating because you're good or they saw something that you're like predictive of what their movements was going to be like, then they can say, like, oh, if you get enough reports, then you might get banned. And if you get banned, you're banned permanently. There's no, there's no if or if, you know, about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried, but at the same time, I'm glad they're going to be co- coming down on these hackers because aimbots already exist in Overwatch. So... You know, the game's not even out yet, and they already they already put out a name bot. So that's a, that's, a, that's something that needs to be addressed for sure. Because cheaters on competitive multiplayer games can ruin the experience for everyone. What do you guys think? It'll be a very interesting thing if they follow through with it, because I can see this being more of an issue for them than if they just like banned for a certain amount of time. They're gonna they're gonna be yeah. a lot of people complaining that they were falsely banned or people who were falsely mm-hmm. banned, you know, out there complaining. I just I don't know it's it's nice to see them take a stand against cheaters because cheating in online first person shooters sucks. Yeah. But that's a little harsh. They, they would have to figure out a way where it's like definitive proof, you know? Confirm it, yeah. Yeah, 100% confirm, and then they can ban. And they did come out of, uh, they did go out of their way to say exactly what I just said about people that are not actually cheating being reported as such. So they are well aware of the situation and the scenarios presented in front of them. So I don't think they would make such a bold statement if they didn't have a method or an idea 
that only the people who are definitively proven as a, as a cheater would get banned. And I think the fear of a fear of a, such a thing is good because let's say if you cheat on Counter Strike Go or something, right? You can get a copy of that game for you know like during like a Steam sale, you get like a copy of that game for like four or five bucks, right? So what people do with these cheaters is that they basically stock up on codes. Well, yeah. And whenever they get banned, they can just put in a new code and get you know on a new Steam account and just keep playing, keep cheating over and over and over again, like they were never you know they were never gone. And it would take them another week, another couple of days to get banned, and they would just keep doing it over and over again. They don't care, you know. It's not a big investment. But for Overwatch, I mean, it's a forty dollar game for a standard edition. And the way Blizzard game works is that they generally don't go down in price that much uh, for at least a long while. So I don't. I don't think they can do that in particular, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how the hackers handle this uh, this threat of a, of a permanent ban. Because it's not just your you know your Overwatch copy being you know done. It's kind of if you get banned from Blizzard, let's say if you have like a Hearthstone account with like a you know thousands of cards invested and stuff like that, you don't want to you don't want to lose that account. But I think that fear might uh, pose a factor into de- uh, deterring uh, cheating, but. It determines to be seen. I, I think it's hilarious that people go through that much trouble just to win in a virtual online game. People will go to great lengths just to feel good about themselves to some degree, even if it's not of their own merits. Saddens me so, but some people are like that. Anyway, yep. on to sad news. We're moving to sad. So this keeps getting sadder. Mm. Twice to life might finally be dying. Uh, Disney came out this week and said they were washing their hands of console business, video game business in general. And with that announcement came the cancellation of the Disney Infinity series. Uh, they will be releasing a few more figures, uh, including, I believe, Little Nemo and one other one. But after that, there will be no more Disney Infinity. Which makes me wonder. Skylanders. I hope it's next. Is it over? Is Lego Dimensions over? I hope so. I think all of those kind of games with their figurine DLC model <laughs> are cancerous to the gaming market. <laughs> oh, I saw you on Twitter. You're very anti-Toys to Life gaming. Yeah, I... Well, first of all, let me just go out and say that uh, whenever someone loses their jobs, and I think uh, the people who are responsible for Disney Infinity, they put a lot of time and effort. There's a lot of talented people who worked in those games, and you could you could tell that they have a lot of passion given how you know they they decide to put a lot of personality into the characters in the world, and that's good. And the fact that they may have lost their jobs or it might not be going well for them that saddens me. But from a purely consumer perspective of these games, they're the most anti-consumer nonsense I've ever seen in my life. And I hope they go to hell, and I hope they never come back. I mean, Skylander, <laughs> I mean, Disney Infinity, the Lego Dimensions, I hope they all go away forever. I want... I also also have a distinctive hatred towards Amiibo... Was it Amiibos? Yeah, Amiibos as well. I think all those kind of things where DLC is tied to these little figurines that you have to buy, which may be difficult to get in some cases, overpriced, and everything else in between is a cancer to this industry and needs to be cut out completely. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I held back the vile and hatred I have for this stuff, but yeah, that's 
That's basically how I feel. I have liked all of those games, except for LEGO Dimensions, because I don't like the LEGO games. So I've never bought into that one, but Disney Infinity 3.0 was a, was a stellar game. It really was. Um, and, and like you, I hate to see people lose their jobs, but I'm not sad to see this plastic revolution go under, uh, much like I wasn't sad to see the plastic instrument revolution go under. Mm, it's yeah. just peripheral gaming <laughs> is just not for me, which is another reason why I think I'm not really all that too keen on VR. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's weird. What What will be the next thing? We went from musical instruments to figurines to whatever else is going to take over next. We if 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 any of us knew what that was would be very rich is what I would say. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think we have a clue on what that is. But um, from from the way people, I don't think I honestly don't think Toys to Life is dead. Skylander is still very popular. I think obviously it's been stagnating on what they try to do, but it's still very well received. It still sells very well. So, but Disney Infinity sold better. Uh, it was oh. the best. It was the best-selling Toys to Life series. We're we're talking like the the first generation with the set and stuff like that. We're talking about the most recent. Oh, well, I mean that was the new new thing, I guess. But I don't. How much money do they need to pull in order to make these things successful? Because it varies, right? Well, I think it's a bigger thing with Disney because Disney put more money into it. Yeah. Mm. You know, Activision put money into it, but it wasn't like they were staking their company on it. No. Whereas Disney is putting out, I mean, come on, Star Wars, Marvel. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like they're they're like borrowing those uh, <laughs> those properties. They own them now. So it's not like it's cost them any more money to put them in, uh, well, in Toys to Life form. But they have to put the quality into it because those are brands that they have to, those have to sell. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, Let's let's look for example. Look at Fox putting out that Fantastic Four movie just because they have the Fantastic Four. If Marvel did that, it would ruin Disney's reputation. So they can't put out crap. So they've got to put more money behind it to make it good. The last thing you want to fuck with right now is Marvel and Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think, man, I don't think you can screw those things up. It feels like it feels like a golden ticket. Ask ask Fox. Ask Fox if he can screw those things up. Well, that's Fox. That's a totally. But I'm just saying entirely. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, yeah. They, they they really have to keep up. They they have to. And the thing is, the reason why you know they're on their high streak with uh, Star Wars and and Marvel it isn't isn't just because of the property. I mean, it's they're they have the uh, the most talented artists and programmers and. Everybody is top notch, and everybody is always has to be at the top of their game, um, whether it's the games or or the movies or any other property. Yeah, it, it's it's got to be scary for Marvel that Fox did so well with Deadpool, because they they continue to set a bar with their movie franchises right. that they have mm. to keep up, and when somebody outdoes them, that's really worrisome for them. Yeah, that that Deadpool is such a such a good thing for the film industry in general, not just because mm. it's a great movie, but because it's rated R. It's a and, comic book movie, yeah. and it's the best, yeah, best grossing rated R movie of all time. 
that's tremendous for a superhero. People were always saying like, oh, we can't have a rated R superhero movie. You won't get the demographic. You won't get the money. You won't, you won't make the bucks. Then that's why the Wolverine movies were all like PG-13. That's why they were kind of terrible in a lot of ways. But the new Wolverine movie is going to be rated R. But, because uh, Deadpool happened. And let's hope that it's actually the qual because the quality of Deadpool wasn't just the R rating. Of course, of course. It was the person who built it and the people behind it that made yeah. it good. So as long as people believe in what they're doing, I think that's good. But yeah, it's it's something Marvel has to protect because, mm. my God, the amount of money <laughs> invested in that Marvel Cinematic Universe is insane. It, yeah, it's, it's paying dividends for them still. I don't, I don't see them falling off their uh, pedestal anytime soon, given given my experience with the last couple of movies I've seen from them. But this uh, this competition between the these like various like superhero movie franchises, you know, like the Fox and uh, whatever the other companies. Uh, what wasn't there like one more company that was making like superhero movies at one time? Was it Sony or something? Yeah, like, Sony, Sony. Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we'll see where they go, but this competition is healthy, I think, definitely. Competition is definitely healthy, and I'm, I'm glad to see it. But yeah, they they've got to keep that, they've got to keep that standard up. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the only other news that came out this week was uh, the uh, also out of the EA call was that Madden 17 uh, cover star Gron- Gronkowski. Okay. So uh, they're also focusing this year's game on franchise mode, which I know nobody else on this show cares, but that is fucking news to my ears because that's what I play is franchise mode. They're going to have to co-op back? I don't know. We'll see. That was fun. I love co-op. But I usually sink 50 to 60 hours every year into Madden, so it's kind of a big deal what they do every year for me. Um I really don't care about the cover star. I just feel bad for him because uh, he's probably going to have a bad season now. Yep, he's going <laughs> to get injured somehow. Yeah. Uh, do you, so you pick up a Madden game every year and put like 50, 60 hours into yes, it? Yes, every year. You don't re- You don't ever regret your Madden purchases ever? I don't ever pay for it. But I wouldn't. Well, yeah. I, I, mean, I wouldn't. Uh, 50, 60 hours for a $60 game for me is, is fantastic. Well, sh- sure, from like an hour standpoint, but that's not what games are about, right? It's not about how long or how much time you spend playing it. It's about how much enjoyment you get, and you don't But that's like, why don't I feel get, like... That's why I okay. get the enjoyments, because I spend... I, I, if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't spend 50, 60 hours in it. I, I could get... I, I, I could, could get... 50 hours into games that I didn't enjoy for review. <laughs> well, no, no, but I, I would buy it and still play it that much. Oh, okay. I just deleted Madden 16 off my hard drive. Like, last week. (laughs) That's how long I play. I'm a huge football fan, so I play throughout the year, and then, like, after the season's over, they'll start updating the rosters, and I'll go back in and play more. So I can play with all my draft picks and, you know, all that stuff. I'm I'm a big football nerd. No, that's, that's fine, but, you know... When it comes to sports games, they have that stigma of the whole yearly, you know, every sports game basically comes out every year. So what? how much How much benefit is there for you to be playing the new game compared to the one before and vice versa, you know? Well, it's huge. It's just like you're super excited for Guilty Gear X-Erd, right? Uh, so you're talking as a more of an iterative experience, right? Yeah, it's it's not like the new Guilty Gear Revelator is a huge step from the last Guilty Gear. I mean, but it also has... like tells like a story though. Like, there's gonna be like, like a like a two hour anime story mode that I'm gonna delve into, and that's 
uh, that's something that you wouldn't have gotten from the first game at all. You know, there's, there's, it tells a it tells a story that progresses from one to the next. It's not just the roster updates and the mechanics. It's it also does other things in between. Well, so do the sports games. If you if you keep up with the sports games, there's always story changes with the players switching teams, uh, and then whatever they focus on that year. Which this year is franchise mode, and franchise mm. mode is where I spend probably ninety five percent of my time playing that game. That's where you make your own team or something like that. No, no, no. Take that's where you, that's then... where you take your team through and play okay. through a season. Which... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought that was like a standard mode. What? Why is it uh, very, uh, such a big deal this time? They're refining it. So every year they focus on a different area of the game to refine. And then they also make improvements to the gameplay itself. So, like, one year they may work on passing game, they may work on the running game, they may work on defense, they may work on quarterback play. Right. I mean, and every year when they make those changes, it makes going back to the old games. Like, when 16 came out, uh, when I tried to go back to 15 without the the catch... Uh, the receiver improvements that they made in 16, I couldn't play. Mm-hmm. I, I, there was no way. Like, it just felt old. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, I get the stigma around those games, but the people who play those games take that stuff very seriously. And there is a lot of work that goes into the changes that they make every year. Okay, sure. So, but yeah, I'm super pumped for for Madden 17 with the focus on franchise mode. Um, I think that's it. Unless anybody remember something I forgot. Not that I know of. Alright, well we got an email that focuses on one thing I might have talked about. Uh, this comes from Sean and it says the Assassin's Creed movie. Did you all watch that trailer? I did. I did. It didn't look terrible. Did not. So that's kind of shocking. It's got. They're they're paying some really good actors in that movie. Yeah, yeah, they got a good cast. But uh, his email says, after watching the Assassin's Creed trailer this week, I figured I'd chime in with a few gripes I had. Sure. Uh, first <laughs> off, let me say it does not look uh, that it. Let me say it does look great and faithful to the essence of the game. Uh, but that all it, that's all it seems to be. Just imagine for a moment the uproar we would have seen if the hair if the book Harry Potter was adapted with a different character. Uh, or Game of Thrones without the Starks or Lannisters. It just boggles my mind how a studio could think that adapting a story for a long-standing video game series should be handled differently than a book. I mean, hell, you can go to YouTube and watch a two-hour condensed version of each game in a movie-like format. So how can the property not get adapted straight up? Um, now, granted, I know that, uh, that newer Assassin's Creed games have different standalone stories, but people forgot about... Uh, but people forgot the out... I'm assuming he's trying to say about uh, the Animus story, which is still very much expanding on the threads laid by Assassin's Creed 1 through 4. Uh, like I said earlier, though, the action and new setting of the Spanish Inquisition does look entertaining, but man, how awesome would Desmond, Altier, Ezio, Connor storyline have been seeing played out on the big screen? That just sounds confusing to me. Do, do, do people actually want to see the Connor story anywhere, though, even in a game or uh, uh, <laughs> in hey, movie to be, form? To be fair, Connor's story was interesting. It was just that game that wasn't game very... game was boring as yeah. fuck. The main I, character wasn't interesting at all, I thought. I, okay. I really liked Connor. Hmm. Or his real name, which I can't pronounce. 
But anyway, uh, even with my gripes, I'll be seeing this, and hopefully it and the Warcraft... I keep forgetting there's a Warcraft movie coming out. Yeah, there is. Uh, make bank this year, <clears throat> so we can have a new age of video game adaptations to movies. In the end, let's hope this doesn't go down the rabbit hole like Resident Evil. I still watch those. I still uh, do, too. Uh, revolving around a character that was never in the game, and by the fifth movie, the characters you love are pigeonholed into a convoluted storyline. I guess I just don't have as much... I mean, the characters in in Resident Evil in the video games are pitched into a convoluted storyline, too. Yeah. (laughs) That storyline hasn't been really super interesting since Resident Evil 2. But I still Yeah, back whenever it it was a zombie outbreak. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of, oh, you gotta go save the president's daughter now. Are you a bad enough Uh, dude to do that? Am I a bad enough dude? Leon S. Kennedy is. You just gotta get that complete global saturation, bro. It's what the rave is. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Wesker. Care. You know? But the, I think I think he actually kind of answered his own question in his own email, because he said that how come they couldn't do a faithful adaptation if all you can uh, if you could actually just go on YouTube and see the actual story mode uh, play out in YouTube form by put you know, basically splicing all the cutscenes together, because you can do that already, right? If you can do that already, why do it in film? You know, it's like, do you really want a one-to-one exact uh, adaptation of a story that you already know? You want to see it in like a film instead, uh, reenacted by these actors? I think that sounds a lot less interesting. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, exactly. So I totally agree. So what I would like is to take the ideas of Assassin's Creed, which are good. I think like the things about the animus or, and the idea of delving back into your you know, ancestors past and seeing uh, history unfold within their own eyes, seeing new characters, seeing new ideas, and uh, basically different facets about this universe. I think I think being put on film is an, is an excellent opportunity to do exactly that. And I feel like that's the direction they're taking Assassin's Creed, which is good. I think that's what they tried to kind of do with Resident Evil, but they kind of failed because, A, they didn't put that much money into the film, and uh, B, um, the cast wasn't good. The cast wasn't that good. I mean, was it starring the the, the wife of the director, right? That's Mia Jovovich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's she's one of the better parts of those movies. No, no, she's she's okay as far as like an action lead goes. But like, ah, oh, come on, Chris Redfield's played by Leonard Snart. Yeah, Wentworth Miller. <laughs> he didn't even punch a, a single boulder in that whole movie, so he's not even he's not even you know any yeah, kind true. of. I have, to, I, I have to give it to him. Whoever they got to play Wesker, he he he's fucking dead set. I mean that that dude played Wesker perfectly. Yeah, as cheesy yeah. as Wesker is, yeah, cheesy. I mean, he looked like him. It was perfect. That um, speaking of things that are like one to one, that entire fight between Wesker and like the characters, they took that from. Resident Evil, Resident Evil Five, like scene to scene, mm-hmm. like every single part. That was like the Shiva Chris Redfield uh, versus Wesker fight, and they took that one to one. That didn't make that movie any better, you know. That didn't that didn't make it any more interesting because you've already seen that done before. You want to see something fresh and new, and I think it comes down to the directors and their ambitions and what they want to do. If they want to make a faithful adaptation of the story of the game, which they shouldn't do, because honestly. Assassin's Creed games don't have good storylines. I'm well, sorry if you like them, but hey, they don't hey, have particularly great storylines. That trailer did not have any aliens in it. <laughs> I didn't even know aliens were in Assassin's Creed. Spoiler alert. 
Uh-oh. When did that yeah, happen? Assassin's Creed 2, so I don't really care about the... <laughs> I played in the, I played Assassin's Creed 2 did all the way not, through. Did you not finish it? Did you not see I, the I fucking... Beat it. I beat it. The alien come down and tell Ezio about the Eden piece? Was that, a, was, was that an alien? I thought that was That just... was an alien. Okay. Was I just alien. thought that was... And then it wasn't even shit. even even it wasn't even talking to Etsy, it was actually talking to the player. Yeah, it was himself. talking to the player. It was talking, yeah, to, it was talking to Desmond, basically. Yeah, which I'm, okay, I'm gonna stop. Like I'm I keep said, spoiling that game. But yeah, to answer your to answer your <laughs> yeah. question about do people want exactly what's on the page? Go read anybody talking about a superhero movie that changed an origin story. Yeah. How many times have we heard that Tony Stark did not create fucking Ultron? Ultron? Yeah. How many times <laughs> have I had to hear that? How many times since 1989 have I had to hear that Batman did not create the Joker and the Joker did not kill Batman's parents? Kill Batman's parents. Yeah. I get it, okay? Things are going to change. I mean... For God's sakes, how many times have I heard Batman and Superman don't kill people? They don't. They don't kill people, you guys. I, I get it. <clears throat> I get it. Okay, we don't have to be one for one. What's on the page? That's fine. But to answer your question, yes, there are a lot of people that do want that. Mm. Yeah, I, I. When it comes to like the visual medium, um, I, I think. Um, I, I totally agree with you, Ken. It doesn't have to be one-to-one. Um, I, I think that um, when it comes to, like, novels, since since it's all about imagination and you don't get any of that visual fidelity, I think with that, I think there's kind of an expectation of, you know, kind of matching the, the material more closely. But when it comes to the visual medium... Um, whether it's a video game or a movie or comic book, I, I think it's uh, uh, basically uh, the main thing is to to, uh, to to carry the same themes, the same themes and the same feel feelings of of one medium to another vi- visual medium. Um, but but it, uh, what I'm trying to say is. Um, the next generation of like creators, they basically put their own interpretation of whatever it is into whatever the new medium is, and and I I I I don't mind having you know a comic book that says you know it wasn't the Joker that killed uh, Bruce Wayne's parents, but then you have the Tim Burton Batman movie that says it is. Um, I, 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 I do think it's pretty cool, and I, I just think it, it kind of adds to the variety of, of everything, because if everything had to be, you know, anchored by all the continuity before it, um, oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> I, I think every, everything would be so stale, mm-hmm. and, and all these great, cool comic book movies and, and video games that we've been coming out with would be would take so much more longer to produce and to and to create, and we would be we wouldn't get nearly as mu- much of it, and it would we would still be kind of stuck in the uh, like the eighties slash early nineties era where we would get like maybe one or two comic book movies a year. All right. So, 
yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of my my I thing agree. right there. I agree. So. All right, let's move on to the next email. This comes from Jeff. He says, "Hey all, I've been playing Uncharted Four, and I'm currently driving around Madagascar in the Jeep. If any listeners feel that's a spoiler, suck my balls." <laughs> Which, that can't possibly be a spoiler that's in the fucking trailer, right? I was about to say, I've even seen that one. Um, that was an E3 as well, yeah. Yeah, he says, and it made me feel a bit sad. The reason why, uh, for the sadness, is it made me think of what Evolution Studios could have done with a motor storm on PS4. Could you imagine how beautiful it could have looked? Which leads to my main question, what studios do you think have closed down before they got a chance to make the game they were destined to? P.S. My kid still hasn't mm. gotten down the move with one thumbstick and moved the camera with the other. That's okay. A lot of grown-ups don't have that yet. No. I know a lot of them. <laughs> wow. Um, That's a good question. Studios, they got shut down before they got to make? I, the, I, I'll i be the first one to say. I've just finished Kingdoms of Amalur. I think 3.8 Studios went bye-bye yep. way too soon. Yeah, that was a, that was a very Cause. promising first game. The thing is, Amalur was actually successful. It was just 3.8 Studios... Did not know how to manage money at all. Yeah, and it was under THQ, it, which didn't help. Or no, it was under EA, yeah. my bad. My yeah, bad. it was under EA, yeah. See, I mean, they had everything. It was a highly successful game. It sold like 1.2 million copies. But then, you know, they, apparently the, the state of Rhode Island said that it needed to sell 3 million in order to even make a profit. Sounds like a Square Enix press release. Yeah. I... I, I don't agree with him about MotorStorm because, goddammit, Revolution Studios made MotorStorm Pacific Rim or Pacific Rift, and it was awesome. I love Pacific Rift. So, man. Uh, can we can we count companies that got bought out by other companies, like Rare, for example, when they used to be the golden child of the basically the entire gaming industry until they yeah. got bought out by Microsoft and then became basically a shell of their former self. Yeah, but do you think they didn't make their... I mean, come on, they made Banjo, they made Goldeneye, Perfect Dark. They are, kinda... are, we, are, we talking, are we talking about Banjo, whatever that bolts? No, 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 I'm talking about... The, the question was, did they ever did they get shut down before they were made to make the game they were destined to make? And Rare made Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, Perfect Dark. Well, no. Well, you have you have these people that were in Rare making that new platformer game as well, right? And uh, the way the reception of that game and how much money it pulled from uh, f- the fan base seems to suggest that Rare, or rather their fan base, was waiting for a lot more than what they got. I, I think so, we're talking about two different things. I'm, I'm not talking about nuts and bolts. I'm not talking about what they made after they went to Xbox. Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. You. Do you uh, you're talking about do do I think they would have made something like much better or they would have they would have made something like incredible uh, if they didn't get bought out right? No 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 I'm I'm, s- I'm saying they got to make the game they were destined to make. Th- that was his question. Did they did they stop before they were able to make that game? And I think they made the games that they were destined to make before they got bought. So no, I think I think as talented as they were. On the new platforms and without the limitations of a lot of the hardware things they had to deal with, I think they would have made some tremendous things. Because we're we're obviously talking about potentials, right? We don't know, right? So we're kind of doing guesses upon the their predecessors and what they made in, in the past. And I think based on the pedigree and the talent uh, at the place, 
if they had full reins on their intellectual properties as well as their resources, I think they would have made something really special in the generations of, let's say, like the the PS4, the PS4 in the, the current generation is, uh, as well. Uh, instead of making a bunch of connected games and nonsense garbage. I, I don't know, because let's be fair, most of the rare that made those memories that we have are gone. Yeah, of course. That's what that's what I mean. Though. They're gone now, but let's say if they stayed together as they were, I think they would have made something even better than the things that they made in the past, like uh, Banjo and... Or they make Golden a Banjo Atlas. 3 or something like that? No, I, I t- when, I'm, when I'm thinking about like the potential of a company, I think about like the new IP. Uh, I'm, I'm always, I'm not always thinking about like the sequels. I'm thinking about like Naughty Dog making Last of Us, you know? Hey, I'm Rare about, is making a brand new IP and people are buzzing about it. Uh, I don't, I don't, I haven't heard about that per- uh, personally, yeah. but I'm, I'll look into it. See if it leaves. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait, no, I saw the trailer for that. I wasn't excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> they make but, a new yeah. IP and you're not excited for it. Well, it, the trailer didn't didn't interest me, you know? I, there's nothing more I can say about it. You should read up on like, it. It sounds yeah. like a very interesting, rare-y kind of game. Okay. I'm 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 holding reservations because yes, Rare has not made in my opinion, Rare has not made anything great since Cameo. And I think Cameo was great. Uh, I think but, Cameo was okay. Yeah, but I don't think they've done anything mind blowing since then. Like yeah. at all. Uh, even Killer Instinct was not theirs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I but I I don't have one. I, God, I there's been so many studios shut down. Um, truthfully, if I had to pick one off the top of my head, be Vigil. I think they should have got to finish the Dark Star- the Dark Siders. Um, yeah, those four games because you can't call it a trilogy because there would have been four games. But I would have loved to have seen that pan out. Yeah, I think that's that's one of them. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like older ones. I, my memory, there's too many games, too many developers nowadays for me to remember yeah. 90% of them that come and go. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of like like Japanese developers like they made really good RPGs in the past that I'm forgetting. Oh, absolutely. There's, I mean, we live in a world where the guy who invented the first person shooter is working at Facebook making VR. Mm. What kind of world is this? Was uh, Working Designs uh, like a publisher or developer? They were a publisher. They brought over and localized and kind of ran their business into the ground making extravagant collector's yeah. editions. I, I still yeah. own some of those extravagant I do too. Oh, they're incredible. They're absolutely do, yeah. incredible, but God, that's a bad business model. Yeah. Well, they uh, they moved on to doing other games. Uh, they they formed a new company, I think, Gaijin or something like that. Yeah, which is doing not much of anything because that stuff's expensive, dude. What's Miss Walker doing nowadays? Making mobile games. I wish they'd come back and do another RPG. Yeah. Yep. Well, same go, here. You can go play one on there. I mean, he's he's so whored out. He was at that Final Fantasy thing. Remember? Yeah, Sakaguchi. Yep. He's up there like talking about Final Fantasy. He didn't even make Final <coughs> Fantasy anymore. Yeah. So yeah, last I heard, they were making mobile games, which is sad because they made two of the best JRPGs on the Xbox 360. Yeah. I mean, holy shit! <laughs> the Blue Dragon and fucking Lost Odyssey. Lost yeah. Odyssey is a fucking amazing game. Yep. So, I hope that gets a remaster. I'd, I'd pick that up. <coughs> yeah. 
they just make it Lost backwards Odyssey compatible. Lost Odyssey is one of the very few games that make me fucking cry. Mm. Same here. I love that. That, that game that is game. fucking depressing. Make me fucking cry. <laughs> it did. That game is fucking touching. Uh, all right. Last email comes from Sam. He says, <laughs> or Samuel, I'm sorry, if you don't prefer Sam. Uh, he says, my wife and I traded off through the first three games. We're talking about Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime she encountered an area that got frustrating, I'd help out. Uh, playing on easy, that shouldn't have been difficult. But Uncharted 3 definitely had some frustrating parts, even on easy for me. Yeah, that game was... Eh. Not to mention I don't the remember shooting. that game at all. The shooting wasn't very good either. Uh, I've beaten 1 and 2 on crushing, and 3 on hard before, so I didn't think I'd have any difficulty. Uh, if there are parts that frustrate me on easy, that's a huge turnoff for newcomers like my wife, who hardly even plays games. Uh, she's just getting used to two joysticks. Shouldn't easy be easy? Uh, long story short, I thought the difficulty levels in 3 weren't scaled as well, uh, to say the least. Did any of you have a similar experience with 3? Yes. Never played it. It's Before they patched it, the shooting was really bad. Uh, and even after that, there were a lot of sequences of here are a thousand bullet spongy enemies in an open environment. Uh, just not good combat in 3. Uh, he says, on a better note, 4 is so damn good, the level of detail is unrivaled, it'll be hard to beat it as my game of the year. Also, anyone getting Valkyria on Tuesday? Looking forward to hear your thoughts on Valkyria Chronicles if it's not under embargo. Games. Um, is he talking about from a first pl- first play perspective, or is he talking about how how good the remaster? It's probably the remaster. Is? Which I mean, I don't know if he's played the original, but the remaster is excellent if you have not played it, and if you have and not the, played it, you yeah. should. It's just I I consider Valkyria Chronicles to be probably my one of my favorite RPGs on the PS3. And PS3 didn't get too many RPGs, so it's not it's not saying like as much as if I were to say about like a PS2 RPG game. But it's still a fantastic game, and man, like the way they have the active time strategy thing going on, really, yeah. really innovative, yeah. really interesting stuff. Not easy, not easy either. That game will yeah, yeah, beat the living shit out of you. Mm-hmm. The controls but it's are the controls are a little dated now. From you know, PS3 did not have the best controller for shooters, so the shooter controls are a little weird. But other than that, no, it's fine. Yeah, great game. If you haven't played it, I think it's like a must get. If you like RPGs at all, and if you haven't played the PS3 one, this is like the best opportunity to rectify that. That or PC version. I got the PC version. Yeah, yeah. That's We're it. getting a lot of those games coming back, you know. Odin Sphere, Valkyria Chrono. It's a weird time. Um, I like yeah. it. Yeah, those kind of games, though, I think. Uh, you know that's kind of a, a difficult topic to talk about because what games deserve a remaster and which ones don't? You know, <laughs> at this point, I think we're just beyond that. the ones that do, and now we're just <laughs> doing the ones that maybe kind of sort of do. I, I would like to have a Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah, but Ooh. would you really? I, I'd play through them again. I mean, why don't you just play through them again? Because they're not them. that old. You don't own them on PC, Drew. No, I had them on. I originally had played Mass Effect One and Two on Xbox 360, and then I had to review Two on the PS3, and then they finally released Mass Effect One on PS3. So I played them all again on PS3, Can and then you, played Three on PS3. 
Can hmm. I give you a little a little tip? Mm-hmm. You can probably buy all three of them for five dollars each at GameStop. I'm, sh- I'm sure I can. In fact, didn't they give Mass Effect three for free on PlayStation Plus at one time? I mean, I guess if you wanted to play it there, yeah. But I mean, if you still have a PS3 or 360, you can get all three. Actually, you can't get the first one on PS3. Yeah, you can. They released yeah. the trilogy on it. Oh, did they? But then yeah, you'd have to buy the, that have... version. Yeah, yeah. Because if you want to carry your shit over, yeah. So you know, I still Which is have. What all. I did. I still have yeah. all three of them. So I, I'd like to play a uh, completely remade version of the original. Mass Effect game with the uh, Mass Effect 2 battle system. Well, you're never going to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But well, you're, you're never going to get a collection anyway. You realize that, right? Yeah. Because EA has come right out and said, remasters are a waste of time and resources. We won't, we're not going to do any. Until they see how much oh, money wow. they pull in, they're like, well, oh, they, they have no. been seeing how much money they they've been pulling in. They haven't done it. They will. Eh, hold the, on. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one I'd love to replay, and probably I'd like to get a sequel of is um, God um, Jade Empire. Yeah. Not Jade Empire. What Jade Empire? Mm. You can Bioware's st- never touching that IP again. You can That's still, sad. You can still yeah. play that on your 360. Yeah. Or your PC. That was, a, that was a cool fantasy world, though, and the combat engine and stuff like that. What the different types of like martial arts that you picked. That was a that was a neat game. Got a lot of flack for not being Mass Effect. Uh, me. I still have the disc, and I can put it in my 360, and it plays just fine. That's where I played it the last time I played it. Yeah, that game controls rough, though. I'll tell you, I tried to play that game like three, four years ago. It has not aged well. Yeah, well, that's back before they had mastered. You know, we we take for granted the mastery of 3D games and 3D cameras, but. I don't think you can say that they've mastered it just yet. I stopped still, still clipping through walls and enemies still covering I, you from. I'm talking guys. about control, not yeah, yeah. <laughs> not that stuff. No. Um, all right, let's do some tweets before we get out of here. Sure. Um, Adam says, "I can't wait to grab." We haven't forgot to talk about this. I can't wait to grab a 1070. Need to upgrade my 560. Can't wait for all those peas. Yeah, NVIDIA announced the 1080-1070 line, which, ooh, that is just a bad name. It's the year of bad names, right? It is. You don't yeah. call your brand new high-end video card the 1080. Yeah. It, no. Well, I mean, they're they're going from 980. I, I understand that, but you realize the 1080 has been that staple of conversation. And let's be fair... A, a, an NVIDIA 770 or 780 could do 1080. But but, but Ken, what, what part of the 1080 is going to be fine doing 440? Don't you understand? It's very simple. It's, it's yeah, I, I just followed what you said <laughs> and, and, and I didn't. I know. They should have just stuck with the Titan name. Mm, they've but, already used the Titan, the Titan X. and Yeah, but they could have just continued there. that line because now you've put a number... You know what? And what's going to happen when they get to the four thousand? Here's the here's the Nvidia 4K. What? Huh? Well, that's what that's what the AMD did, right? Oh, uh, they had like a four four eighty ninety. Oh god. Uh, there's like the three three sixty. I think I have the. I what think do, I have the two ninety. Did you yeah. say any English in that sentence that you just said? Because I didn't. I just threw a bunch of numbers at you. They okay. might or might not have been real. 
but you'll never know. I don't. So I'm, I don't. I'm, I'm in the clear. I yeah, believe I'm, you because you didn't mm-hmm. have to think about it. So. <laughs> Uh, I got a 570, so I'm stuck in 2011. Hey, it I, still runs Overwatch, man. It's good. It does run Overwatch. I technically have a Titan, although I don't have it yet. Did they Did they ever get back to you on that? Yeah, I sent it back. I sent it back on Thursday. Okay. So good. we'll see what happens. I, I have a new PC. I just haven't been able to use it yet. Uh, Adam also says, and John's not here to defend himself, but uh, John, Adam says he defended John last week. But oh my god, shut the fuck up about your one terabyte hard drive issues. That's what? Like 15 games? <laughs> hey man, first world problems, baby. Yeah, John John has a lot of them. He does. Yeah, uh, Mark says Metroid needs more love from Nintendo. Uh, what are some Amen. things you, What what are some things you would want to see in a new Metroid game? Also 2D Prime or other M? Never uh, other no. M. No. Never other M. Never. The baby. The baby. No. Uh, we. That, um, I, I would love to see a really good looking 2D Metroid game. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. imagine, imagine how Odin Spear looks, Ken, and put that in a fucking Metroid game. Yeah. I would make it look, be, uh, yeah, make it look fucking anime as shit, too. Make no, it like hand No, 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 no. Make it look like Bloodstained. Yeah, you can do that. Have you seen that? Have you seen that game? Looks yeah. nice. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, that game looks amazing. Yeah, can't wait I'll for that game. Just make VanillaWare make the next Metroid game. I'll be down with it. Then they'll just yeah. have some weirdly yeah. proportional anime ladies with giant boobies. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> It'll look gorgeous anyway. Play well. Yeah. The 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 issue and the thing that I don't understand about Nintendo is that you had the Wii U which was fucking custom made for Metroid. You could play the game on your TV, yes. have the map on your fucking in your hands. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you guys? Well, the NX will still have that, so probably. It will. Trust me. It, it, it might it might not. Yeah, it's just kind of going back to Nintendo stuff. Did you see the rumors that cropped up about the system the other day? No. These came from a pretty reliable source, too. Because you remember everybody was saying that it was x86 and more powerful than PS4? Uh, according to this more reliable source, it's not x86. Which is a bad thing. And okay. What is it instead? It's its custom chip. Okay. Yeah, and it's also not as powerful as Xbox One. I mean, that sounds like Nintendo. That sounds accurate, yeah. Yep, yep, that's, that, that does sound accurate. Wait, not as powerful as the Xbox One? Yep. Mm. Which, I mean, that's still going to make some really awesome-looking Nintendo games. Oh, yeah. But that Come hurts. On. Yeah, that hurts. Well, it, it comes down to how much they're going to price this thing, right? Maybe they, they want to go on a new direction. Because uh, I know Ken always complains about we care about the piece too much, we care about the, we care about the graphics too much. Maybe they're taking your stance on the fact that like oh, visual fidelity is highly overrated. We're gonna just put up uh, this 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 hardware that's gonna be very cheap and affordable, and yet still be good enough to make the games look nice enough. Well, they need to because they can't have another situation with the Wii U where they have this ex- super expensive controller that they can't afford yeah. not to pack in with the system. But we'll talk about that soon because uh, they're not going to be at E3. Uh, rumors also floating around, and I think Sony would would absolutely bury themselves by doing this. But I've heard rumors that NX and Neo will be debuted at TGS. 
Mm. No, that's not happening. So if Sony waits that long to talk about Neo, the NPDs were not exactly kind this month. And you can't help but think that part of that is due to the fact that people are like, well, I'm not buying one now. Yeah. <clears throat> really? On the month that Uncharted came out? This is uh, taking into consideration after Uncharted came out or before? Uh, before. It was April's. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's what Uncharted is going to lift those sales up quite a we'll bit. We'll see. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. If I was in the market for a console and I'd heard any rumblings of a new PlayStation coming out, right. I wouldn't be buying one. Yeah. You'd be a fool to. Yep. Yep. Uh, Mookie says, uh, talking to Gambus, welcome back. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing a lot better. Thank you. Thank you very much. I've got a couple tweets about you. Um, I'm sorry, I skipped a tweet from Mark. He says, Doom looks great. <clears throat> it makes me sad that I can't play some of these awesome first-person shooters because of motion sickness woes. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, Doom will fuck you up. I'm just gonna, I'm not going to lie. That game's super fast. Uh, d- depends on how sensitive you are to the motion sickness. I found that uh, depending on the game's like frame rates and how like consistent it is, people with motion sickness or the varying degrees of sensitivity will find, let's say you have Doom running at like 60 frames per second consistently, without any drops or any kind of uh, motion blur added on PC, then you probably wouldn't get motion sickness off of that, actually, uh, even if the game is moving quickly, because you'll be the one in control. A lot of times, the problem with motion control sickness is that, I mean, motion sickness is that you're not in control. But if you're in control of what you're seeing, and there's like a direct feedback between your motions and the things that you see, you're, you tend not to get as sick. And also, the way they do the UI... That's why you have those games that are like the scary first-person shooter games, but they still have that dot in the middle of the screen. That's for motion sickness, so you have a way to orient yourself um, at all times so that you know you don't move around the camera and then get really sick. But if you, if you find yourself getting sick in first-person shooters, often try to play at the smoothest frame rate possible. It doesn't matter if it's 30, it doesn't matter if it's 60. Just make sure it's smooth, it doesn't have any drop-off, and don't play with the motion blur on. That should help you. I feel like I needed the sound effect from the the, the more you know, or the or the reading rainbow. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, I needed the reading rainbow where it was like da da da. Don't take my word for it. Yeah, that's the one I needed because when he was when he was going through that, I was like, I feel like I need to play that at the end. And knowing is half the battle. Do or don't. Anyway, uh, Steve says, great to have the big GK back on the show at last. Some quality. <laughs> In 4G radio to listen to. Ouch. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not up to 100 percent yet. I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm still drowsy and trying to get through, get, trying to recover to 100 percent. But, but, uh, thank you, thank you. I like how this fucking diva just glosses over the fact that he just shat on the rest of us. <laughs> It's fine, you know. That's yeah, fine. We, yeah. we, we do have to say that uh, the show isn't the the same without uh, Mr. Gambus Khan around. That's right. Well, it, especially it, the especially the outro always felt muted. And yeah, that hasn't been, you know. been the same. If, if you want to hear something interesting, um, something kind of disgusting. Um, I, I don't know if I do. My uh, <laughs> my entire body is uh, shedding skin. Oh, nice. Are you a fucking uh, snake? Yeah, because uh, thing over there. Because um, when I went to the hospital, my skin was basically purple. Oh, jeez! Wow! And uh, I I had a high fever, and um, basically, I, my skin was basically 
it the the reaction to the medication was um basically like getting a sunburn from hell full body jesus so wait 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 your your skin was purple when you went into the hospital yeah how did you not take advantage of this with your black panel van and pretend to be barney <laughs> oh i had to i had to <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been an interesting week and a half. Um, Steve says, I also says I watched a historical film about Abraham Lincoln last night. I didn't know he also killed vampires. Kudos to the USA. Yeah, nice. That movie is a hundred percent historically accurate. It is. I just want you to know that movie is also one hundred percent historically boring. I I enjoyed that movie. I found it to be boring. I saw it in fucking theaters. Did you? I, yeah. I, your mistake. I, I have it on Blu-ray. It's uh, that's a weird movie. It wasn't terrible. No. Uh, did you guys watch Pride and Prejudice and Zombies yet? No. I kind of do, and I kind of don't. I'm not sure. I don't. I, man, I don't know. I started watching a new TV show last night called Longmire. Yeah. Longmire. Or as I like to call it, Hilljack CSI. It is. That's exactly what it is. It's pretty good, though. That's all right. It, yeah, I'm, like I know um, a couple people who are really into that. Yeah, I'm sure you do, Drew. <laughs> Hill Jack CSA. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Steve says, you've probably already talked the sh- out of Doom, but all I can say is, wow, old school gaming is better for its simplicity. I don't know if that's an s- insult or a compliment. I th- that sounds like a compliment to me. Okay. I, I just didn't... I'm just wanting to make sure I don't want to I don't want to misread it because I've I've certainly I've certainly sung that game's praises and then you'll you'll track down and destroy anyone who said otherwise it might might be my game of the year wow wow might be I like it better than Uncharted but I'm not saying it's a better game than Uncharted I don't want that to be misconstrued better than your 10 out of 10 game Hey, I stand by that. That game is pretty damn amazing. Yeah. So, anyway, moving on. Uh, King XAD says, Uncharted 4 is great. I love all the exotic locations. That said, where the hell is the wildlife? No snakes or tigers. You know, I said the same thing. Like, when I'm walking through that world, the only animal you ever see is a lemur. Like, I'm okay. walking through tall grass, I'm like, is there going to be a snake? Is there going to be, like, a giraffe walking around this area? Is there going to be something? No? no but not hey, quite Metal Gear Solid 3, huh? Hey, Last of Us had giraffes, okay? Yeah, sure. It did. I just want to eat a snake again in the video game, that was fun. You gotta catch it, cook it. Or, you know, you can dine on a tree frog. Hey, That's even, always fun, too. even Diablo has snakes. You know, you step on them, they squish. Yeah. Or Far Cry. Far Cry's the best wildlife yeah, simulator. Yeah, Far Cry's really good with wildlife. <sighs> Being attacked I by a Komodo dragon out of nowhere. An alligator, yeah. Alligators uh, was, are terrifying. I was playing, like, Far Cry 4. I have that exact same moment all the time. This, I'm plotting. I'm looking at this fortress that I need to cover. I'm marking the enemies. Slowly thinking about like how I'm gonna take all these guys out stealthily, and all of a sudden the goddamn tiger attacks me from behind. I'm like, oh, holy shit! And I throw like a meat into the middle of the 
the, the little fortress and the tiger goes over there and starts attacking the people and I go and start popping people. It's great. Man, Far Cry had some of the best moment-to-moment stuff. Yeah, yeah, the jungle stuff was awesome. Yeah. Uh, Sean, who is the guy who sent the email about Assassin's Creed, says, to go along with my email, it sure would be nice if these movies would use music from the games uh, in the trailers. I'm sure he's referring to the fact that the Assassin's Creed trailer was presented with a Kanye track. Am I, am I correct in that? I do believe so. I've never heard a song by Kanye West, so I can't... I just saw people saying that that's what it was. Well, now you have, since you've watched the I Assassin's don't remember the song. There's, I, there's actually a on Kanye version of that trailer where they edited out Kanye's song and put something else on there. Of course yeah. they, Of course they did. Well, I mean, he rhymes God with God three times, and I'm like, that's... What is this? He's, He's a, a lyrical, lyrical genius. genius. Ah, see? Ah, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> there was the thought. It was coming out. It was yep. coming out. Half a second too late, Ken. Oh, uh, anyway. Yeah, he's um He's I, an idiot. I don't I I don't know enough about him to say anything. All I know is that George Bush hates black people. Of course he does. So No, he doesn't is, care about black it's people. It's still my favorite on air television moment. Just I watching saw that fucking lie. Just watching Mike Myers so uncomfortable yeah. standing next to him, I was like, Ah, okay. And then it cr- cuts to Chris Tucker, and he's like, what's going on? What's going on? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have no matches. I have no fire. I got no fire. All right. Uh, so Doom says, it's been a while since... Uh, it's been a while. Still listening to you guys on a weekly basis. Been balls deep in Dark Souls. Loving every minute of it. Come on, Ken. I'm sorry, man. I, I think I've retired from my Dark Souls of playing. Uh, have you? How far did you get in three? Second boss, maybe. Mm. I just—that's not for me. Yeah, yeah, it's just not a game for everyone, and that's kind of one of the things that's good about it. Makes me sad because I want to play those games, and yeah, we've been over that conversation. Yeah, I, I feel the same way about GTA games. I want to play. I like. I want to enjoy them, but I can't. I, don't, I just don't like them. No, I just. I want. To, I want to see all of these games. So mm-hmm. I guess I will just have to live with my watching of the game grumps playing through it. That works. They'll probably get through it in about 190 episodes or so. Yeah, that. Well, their episodes are 10 minutes long, so it yeah. takes a while. <laughs> Uh, but no, I've been watching them play through it, and I'm like, God, I really... And every time I watch it, I'm like, I really want to play this game. And I can't. Then you play it, and you're like, ah, I don't want to play this game. Yeah, it's, it sucks, because like I'll play for an hour or two hours, and I don't get anywhere. And I'm like, well, that was a waste. Because I don't... But, yeah. Anyway. Last tweet comes from Dusk. Wants to know... You down with OPP? Yeah, you, you know, know me. Okay, as long as somebody says it... Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. That's it. Uh, if you do want to tweet at us, it's at N4G Podcast. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, it's uh, podcasts at ztgd.com. So, there's that. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, Jay is at Baduside J, Drew is at DML Fury, and Jason is at Gambus Con. Uh, you can also check out Phoenix Down, which is our. Backlog a podcast. Backlog cast. We'll call it that. Yeah. Uh, Kingdoms of Amalur will wrap up this week. Yep. Uh, and then you're moving to... Trails of Cold Steel. Trails of Damn Cold Skippy. Yeah. So there you go. There's that. 
And I think that's it. You can follow me on the site of ZTGD. Boom. Go by Doom. Do it. That's all I'm going to say. Go by Doom. So, Jason, it's been a while. Can you give us a special it's, one? It's been a while. Let's see here. Um, <clears throat> it goes something like this.